Hello everybody and welcome once again to The Brink, the most brinkaliciously brinkin awesome podcast this side of the brinkin world and we are coming to you today sitting direct and live in the lounge room, well it's not really a lounge room, it's more like a man cave. It is a man cave. Of everybody's favourite co-host that isn't Josh, uh, Samuel McCrossan. Hello Sam. Hello Ben, welcome to my man cave. Thank you, it's very nice to be in your man cave. Do you it's... like it? Should we describe it for everyone? You please, it's very manly and it cave-like. Is, it is very manly, it's um, what about four metres by four metres? Yes. It's probably more like 3.5 by 3.5. Okay, like very specific. Um, it's got a window and a doorway. It does, it's very new, it's modern, it has window and a door. It is, it's modern, it's... Um, we got blue skies outside today. It is, yes. Picture. Beautiful day. There's a lady across the road mowing the lawn. It's all very beautiful and picturesque. <laughs> I can see water. I can see the, the river. Yes. Just. Just. Through, see the between, boats Between on a it. couple of roofs. Mm. Uh, we've got television with the cricket on, the ashes. Yes. Final Australia test. Australia England. Final test. Cook's batting. In comes Hazelwood to bowl. And Cook, ooh, just lets that one go outside the off stump there. As he'll probably do another 500 times today. <laughs> On the walls, we have uh, a number of things. Got uh, a, a big poster that I've recently put up. It's a new addition to the Man Cave. And what does it say? It's a Breaking Bad um, poster. It says, I am the one who knocks. And it's got a picture of Walter White at the top. Looking very Walter Whitey. Very, very, yes. Rescue who, Man. Who my daughter calls a Rescue Man. Got a signed picture of Daniel Ricardo on the wall. Up above the television. Mm-hmm. Underneath that, we've got some uh, figurines, including Tintin and Walter White himself. As Rescue Man. As Rescue Man. We've got um, Saul Goodman up there and Gus Fring, for those of you who know Breaking Bad. He was just recently in an episode of Third Watch that we covered, Giancarlo Esposito. There you go. One of the worst episodes of Third Watch history, but he played a priest. Really? There but you I, go. I completely did not know it was him. I'm looking at him going, he looks so familiar because he looks completely different. Yeah. And then when I was watching, I'm like, I looked down, I'm like, oh my goodness, it's Fring. There you go. But still a great actor, just a terrible episode. There you go. We've got, um, under, uh, yeah, on the same shelf, we've got a, a Romaine Grosjean mini oh, helmet. Good old Romaine. Quite you love that, that helmet. I yes, remember when you bought that. Yes, quite No, actually, that. no, sorry, I'll take that back. I think I do remember when you bought it, but you got that Malaysian one that you were obsessed with when we were in Malaysia. That's right. Is that yes. on your desk at work, isn't it? No, uh, it used to be, but now it is also in the man cave to my left, down there. Oh, right, uh, there it is. Uh, I've got a computer, sitting at my computer. Uh, above the computer, I've got a picture of Michael Schumacher. I believe you've also got the same picture. I do have that one. Was that purchased from Chicken Feed back I in think, the day? I think Mum got it from Chicken Feed, uh, That used yes. to be up on my wall, yes, for a very long time. It's probably still under, actually probably in the garage somewhere. I still do have that photo. Yes, it's a very nice picture of Michael Schumacher. F two thousand and one. F two thousand and one. I've got a couple. I've got a collectible underneath of Scott Dixon's IndyCar. Scott Dixon. I've got a carving um, that my grandfather did just there. Picture of my daughters sitting on Santa's knee. I've got a checkered flag from the um, Suzuka Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got. Some You've been very specific here with everything that's in the room, by the way. I have. Got some certificates on the wall there. Well, they're otherwise known as degrees, I think, more yes, so than certificates. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you have four of them. Let's just reiterate. Samuel Crescent has four degrees. Yes, there we go. Oh, one's kind of got superseded by another, so it's kind of like three. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
just to clarify, I've I'll only just, got three. Ben. I'll just, I'll just short. Don't short make me sound like there. I'm that good. <laughs> yeah. It's only three. I'll just uh, look at my one degree and be happy. <laughs> I've got, I've got a little figurine of Gary Ablett Senior on my desk. Yep, there he is. Got a CD collection. Mm-hmm. Xbox 360 games. Xbox 360. Yes, I've got several little model. Formula One and IndyCars. Got DVD and Blu-ray collection. Yes. On the wall beside the door, we've got uh, photographs from the 2015 Australian Grand Prix. Great collection. Every single driver there. Except. They're all signed except that madman Felipe Nazar. Boo. 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 We probably won't see him in Australia again, so it's probably always destined to be one short. 20... 20 photographs up there, 19 of them are signed. On a bookshelf, got all my Australian Grand Prix programs, got figurines up there, uh, got my James Bond collection up there. I noticed with the recent edition of Spectre. Yes, with Spectre. Uh, got a Bathurst Super Cheap Auto Bathurst 1000 uh, cooler, can cooler thingy, which I got when I went there a couple when you, of years when ago. When you went to Bathurst. We went to Bathurst. I've uh, got a beautiful looking lamp. You've shown me that before. And it's quite an interesting lamp. Yes. CD single collection. More signed Australian Grand Prix photos from 2013. And a special run of ones that I made signed photographs. One from Adrian Newey. His, his Excellency. Yes. Damon Hill, mm-hmm. 1996 World Champion. I've uh, got Johnny Herbert down the bottom there. Yes. Signed. Above him, I've got Jackie Stewart. And then in the middle, I've got a very special one. A s- photograph signed by Jules Bianchi. Jules Bianchi. Who's uh, no longer with us. Yes. Then, on the other opposite side of the window, I've got John Cat's logo. Boo. And then underneath, I've got uh, a collection of lanyards. Great collection. Great collection. I do like the look of those lanyards. Yes, you should consider doing the same thing. You'd, prob- you'd have a lot more than I. I would, have all my uh, media ones, yes, all in a bag, sadly. Um, but, uh, no, that is the goal one day, to have them proudly displayed on the wall, because that was something that I do love collecting, was my uh, media lanyards and yes. Grand Prix lanyards and everything else in between. So so I've got um, some media ones, and I've got um, Jong membership ones. I've got um, indoor soccer medals. On hanging on one, which there are a few now, and and then on the other two I've got my Grand Prix and Bathurst, Bathurst. supercars, um, lanyards as well, or tickets and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. And what about on the couch next to me? Who's this? On the couch next to you is a little girl called Hillary. She's oh. my daughter. Oh, is that who that is? She's six, almost seven. Oh, almost seven. Almost seven. Hi, Hillary. You can. Do you want to talk? I'm going to grade one next year. Next year? And next year. Uh, this year. This year. Yeah, this year. And um, I have two teachers this year. Two? Yeah. Why? Is that because you're really smart that you need to have more than one teacher? No, I just got two teachers. Two teachers because you're just that good. Yeah, I just got them. And their names are Miss Rombold and Mrs. Valand. Mm-hmm. And the name of my school is Lauderdale Primary School. Okay. And 
Yes. Um, we have we have lots of fun things to do outside, and we um we have fun at school. So you like you like going to school? Yes. What's your favourite thing about school? My favourite thing about school is um is having school holidays. Oh, so you really like school that much that you. You know, you go, you you like the p- part where you're not at school. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. All right. But school is fun. School is fun. All right. What's your favourite subject at school? Um. Um. Playing outside. Playing outside. Okay. So I remember the last time you talked to us uh, that you told me that you were going to grow up and be a nurse. Is that correct? Yes. Now, you were very keen, though, when I walked in this door with the microphones, but... but when mm-hmm. um, I had um, a doctor surgery investigation at school, <laughs> I decided to make a doctor surgery in my room, so outside the door, on my door, mm-hmm. is a sign saying... Doctor surgery. Wow, so you already... The reason you have two teachers is because you've already got a degree and you're a doctor. So, like, that's why you're that good. So you're nearly seven and you're a doctor. Yeah. They should make a TV show on you. I think they did. Wasn't that Doogie Howser or whatever it was back in the day? It wasn't... I don't know. Um, so, so how many patients do you see a day? Well, I haven't seen anybody lately because... Everybody seems well. Yeah, so everybody in the world's okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good then. I'm glad that you're that type of doctor that can, like, diagnose everyone in the world. It's pretty clever. Yeah, so <laughs> it's not open at the moment because nobody's coming. Oh, b- bad business. Just yeah, and... A bit of a recession at Hillary's doctor surgery. Yeah, and oh. I'm not... Um, I'm not really sure when I'm going to open up again. Oh, so you got you got to work out the economics of when the business will boom and all that sort of stuff, basically. I've got to work out when people are coming back. Right, so did you diagnose your daddy some pills? Is that what's in that little container in front of you? No, well, the other day he came there because he had a sore knee. Oh. And now it's better. Did you fix it? Yeah, it's still a little bit sore and there's just one mark like there and there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you you did surgery on your dad's knee. Yes. Okay. Okay. Is that true? Is that Sam did? Uh, she do good surgery on your knee. Oh, well, she didn't actually do surgery, but she bandaged it. Oh, she, you ba- you bandaged it. Yeah, and then he was alright. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So, so I ask you that because when I walked in the door today, you were very excited that I brought these microphones over, and you were like, "Please, can we do recording? Please, can we do recording?" So if you don't become a nurse, are you going to become a radio host? Um, well, I'm not sure that I might become both. Oh, so you're going to be like the radio host nurse. Yeah. Okay. And I've got like a little microphone and it's a frozen one. You press the button and then talk into it. So what, uh, is, does it say let it go, let it go? Does it sing that song? No. Is that your favourite song? No, um, you just press the button and you can say whatever you want. There's songs in a book. That came with it, but I don't really use it for that. I just talk. 
What What's your favourite thing to talk into it about? Well, I'm going to tell you something now. Please do. Yes. Um. <laughs> so, there's some of my friends. Oh, yeah. Two friends, they're sisters. Oh, okay, good. One is <laughs> Georgia and the other is Grace. And I babysit them and we play together. So we babysitted them a lot. Okay. And they sometimes pick up that microphone and play with them. Oh, right. Yeah. So they're going to be your co-hosts. Yeah, and so next, next weekend or next week for two days, one day we'll be going to the aquatic centre because i got um, a voucher to go to the aquatic centre. Oh, you've got a lot of vouchers. You're going to the movies too, aren't you? Yes. And <laughs> I... And one day we're staying home and making cupcakes. Oh, right. Vanilla cupcakes. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Sam, are you involved in the cupcakes and the babysitting in the aquatic centre or is a father's not invited? Uh, No, no, I won't be. I've got to go to work. All right. Okay. Yeah, sorry, he's not. Don't you have work? What about your patients at your doctor's surgery? Or are you you closing for business so you can go and have fun with your friends? No. No one's coming, so... No, yeah. no one's I'm, coming. I'm, cl- I'm closed. You're closed. Yeah. You, you're closed for business. Yep. At what point do you think you'll open up again for business? Um... What, po- what point? When people are starting to come again. So when people are getting sick? Yeah. Right, I've got a bad cough. Can you not fix my cough? Oh, yeah, I can fix anything, but... You not, can fix anything? Not eyes or noses. Oh, okay, no, not eyes and no. we don't have stuff to... For noses or eyes. Right. Well, could you not, like, get them and then you could be, like, the best doctor surgery in the world? No? Well, I can get them, but I don't know where they are. Okay. You can do so a bit of research there then. something to go up a nose the other day, but... Right. I went to the shop, but... No, it okay. It wasn't my style, because I like to help people, mm-hmm. but... Not things that don't look very good. I get things that I get things that um look like really good and gentle. So basically, ugly people aren't allowed in your doctor's surgery. Yeah, ugly people are. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you can cl- clarify that with us. Yeah, and I. Yeah, I um. So. I just want to get things that are careful because I don't really want to help. Okay, all right. I don't really want to hurt people. No, well, that's just, that's a good point. With the doctor things. Right, yep. Yeah. So, okay, look, I'm going to say, because we're going we're gonna to end this bit now and we're going to come back and do another bit later on because I think the Sarge might be coming to, to talk with you. Uh, yes. Yes. But I now, remember him. Yeah, you do. No, don't give your address out this time like you did that last time. Um, but before, before we end this... Um, do you do you want to tell us anything more about your doctor surgery, or are you finished now? You got nothing more to quickly you want to say? Okay, so everybody, I hope you like this part. But okay, um, we're going to meet Lesage after this part. Okay. So next part is two. Yes. So we're going to meet Lesage. Look at you! You're so professional with this. Yes, Let's- and um. <laughs> <laughs> Never met him. Mm-hmm. You can meet him, and his name is the Sludge. So, okay. when he comes in, make sure you say hello and welcome him, because he hasn't been here. Never. He's been here. I've met him here before. 
Oh, well, okay, so no, he's never been here. He he hasn't been here since last time. Oh, so. <laughs> of course, of and course. If you don't know him, say hello and welcome him to recording today. So I hope you like this part and we will turn off and then we'll see you again. It's our portion of the show where I press a magical little button and you will hear this. This is like a flash. back once again as we go back into the year that is 2015. We go through the best of 2015 and a bit of an appropriate one for you this week. Uh, We're going to hear from this man at some point in this episode in a brand new segment. We're going to hear a flashback from the year that was 2015 with the Sarge, everybody's favourite police officer that gave us radio airtime throughout our history. And this is quite a collection of uh, good bits bad bits and everything else in between on the Sergeant Porcupine from 2015. <laughs> <laughs> the Sarge, welcome back. Did you witness that, Sarge? We just had a crime in the studio. Uh, yes, I did, actually. Yes. What, what do you say about that? Uh, that's usually punishable by um, by chopping. Chopping? Chopping. <laughs> what are you going to chop? Like a... Oh, yeah, just just like a couple of fingers or whatever. <laughs> right. Nothing serious. Nothing serious. Yes. Fingers aren't serious, you don't reckon? They're pretty, you know, get rid of them, that's fine. Oh, no, I wouldn't have thought so, Ben. Right. Now, is, is Dakota to, uh, I mean, he's nearly, he's 16 now, so he's pretty close to being tried as an adult, surely. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely adult court for that one. It's a Risden, not Ashley? <laughs> definitely, yeah, Pink Palace. <laughs> <laughs> pink Palace. <laughs> Oh, happy New Year anyway, Sarge. We haven't had you on all year. Have yes, you? I know you haven't, Ben. Yeah, how are you? Well, what's it, what's that? Uh, any business of yours? Oh, well, I just need to find out. You know, I'm no. a polite man. I just like to check in on people. Well, it's, I think it's a bit bit rude of you prying prying into me like that. I pry into whoever I want to, Sarge. All right. Yes. Well, I've just got a bit of a short fuse this morning, pal. Really? Yeah. Never right. seen. Have you met Noah? Uh, no, I haven't. Good morning. Yeah, on the streets, maybe, but... On the streets? Not, yeah. Yes, actually, you do look a bit familiar. Yeah. You think you might have a few run-ins. <laughs> yeah. Yes, actually, I think he made a mess in one of my paddy wagons last week. All right, what did he do? <laughs> I just, I don't know what it was, but it <laughs> definitely came out of him. Right, Noah, care to uh, elaborate on what might have happened there? Yeah, just a little bit of suspicious... Um, Skiing or something. Skiing? Okay. Yeah, a lot of that going on in Hobart right now. Um, Skiing in a paddy wagon. Well. That's why I was arrested. (laughs) Uh, How was your Christmas and New Year's, Sarge? Well, again, Ben, I don't see why that's any business of yours. Well, look, do you want me to ask you any questions right now? I mean, is that any of my business this morning? Well, right. Well, if you're going (laughs) to... If you're going to uh, press me about it... I have to, it's my it job. It was all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Did you get anything from Santa? Santa? Yeah. Uh, who's that? Uh, <laughs> well, he's this large man with a beard who comes down your chimney and empties his sack. Coming down my chimney? <laughs> yeah. That's uh, fourth century, isn't it? I think so. Oh, I hope not. Did you get any phone calls about uh, burglaries on uh, Christmas Eve? No, I didn't. No? No, but uh, i better keep an eye out for him next year. Did you get any presents under your tree that weren't there the night before? Well, yes, I did, actually. Yeah, what did you get? Yes, well... Well, I got some, um... I got some stuff, but I had to return it. Right, why? I think it was hot. <laughs> Stolen property? Yes, I think so. Right, okay. So you didn't even unwrap it, it's still in its wrapping? 
No, no, I did well, I had to unwrap it to find out what it was. And what That's was why it? I realised it was hot. What did you get? Uh well it was a new a brand new uh uh Xbox. Alright, Xbox One? No. Just an Xbox, the original. Yeah, the All original. right, right. Didn't even know they were brand new, considering they're, what, like 13 years old? Wow, that's been sitting in Kmart shelves in the back for a while. Yes, that's right. A bit dusty. Yes. Right. Yeah, what else do you want to know, pal? Well, anyone you want to arrest? 2015, you know, New Year for arrests? Anything Anything on the agenda? Well, well, why don't I uh, throw the doors open and take some requests? All right, Noah. Anyone, anyone in the world. What was that YouTuber that we were looking at on Happy Birthday? Let's arrest him. He deserves um, uh, Brett Riviera yeah, on his birthday. Brett Seventeen Long years up. old today. Web video star. Um, him. Best known on Vine and YouTube under the moniker Mr. Brent ninety eight. What yeah, about him, Sarge? What definitely. Are you him. Looking at a picture of him right now. What do you think of him? Oh, terrible haircut. Definitely arrestable. He's uh, the number eighty uh, ninth most popular person on this website according to um, this. Wow. Um, yeah. So. You, what are you going to rest? What act under? Under the get a better get a better haircut act, <laughs> nineteen ninety four. Yeah, that was actually before he was born. It was. This, um, this kid. Can I put out a request for Taylor Swift? All uh, right, what's he done? The, <laughs> fair enough assessment. Um, nothing, but people think he's done more than he has. So. All right, and what, what industry is he involved in? I'm going to use this loosely, the music industry. Music industry? Yeah. Is that what they call it now, is it? Uh, well, no, as a huh? musician, so uh, is it the music industry? Oh, no, Mr. Taylor Swift. <laughs> right. Well, he's, uh, what, uh, laundering money or something like that? I'd go with that, Dakota. Trafficking sure. in prohibited substances. Yeah, calling um, it music, uh, laundering money by getting teenage girls to buy her crap. So, yeah, that works. Whoa. Going out with too many guys. Yeah, <laughs> and then blaming them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, well, I think there is a code for that. Yeah. But I don't, yeah. Mm. You know, having too many, yeah, anyway. Hey, good morning. Oh. Right, what do you want to know? Well, goodness. I'm in, I'm in a good mood this morning. Sound like in a fantastic mood. Gotta say, it sounds like you're in a... Grumpy mood. Yeah, well, I've got things to do, all right? Say hello to Stewie. Hello, Stuart. We've met before, haven't we? Look, we've met numerous times, Sarge. And, yeah, uh, I think we have. There was especially that time where I knocked you out the other week. No, that's very cheeky. <laughs> that didn't happen at all. Did you say hello to Kevin at all, Sarge? Kevin, all right. And who's he? Kevin Bacon. All right. Some sort of pig, is he? No, <laughs> no. He's uh, he's Kevin Bacon. He's like, he's awesome. He's, he's God. He's the amazing person in the world. Real person, is he? Yeah. Yeah. Righto. I actually, I've just got a fact here about Kevin Bacon. Uh, I don't know if you want to know this at all, Sarge. Oh, well, if you must, okay. go on, let's have it. When Alexander Bell invented the telephone, he had three missed calls from Kevin Bacon. All right, and who's Alexander Bell? He invented the telephone. So. Did he really? Yes, yes, exactly. Um, fear of spiders is called arachnophobia. Fear of tight spaces is called claustrophobia. Fear of Kevin Bacon is called logic. <laughs> all right. Yes. What's what's fear of reverse kangas then? I, I don't know. You haven't talked about reverse kangas in a while. Uh, so do you want to enlighten our listeners about a reverse kanga again? Because some people might have forgotten. Well, it's where you sit on the toilet backwards and and take a dump down the front of the bowl. <laughs> yeah, we've got a massive problem with the teenagers doing it down at the Franklin Square toilets. Right, so this is are you arresting these people at all for this, are you? Well, yes, I am. Right. Just got to catch up with them first. Right, so how, how, do, <laughs> how do you prevent the reverse kanga? Well, I think I think we're probably going to have to look at some sort of uh, different toilet seat design, Ben. Right. How, yeah. how, how would you implement? I don't know how you'd implement that. 
Well, I think we'll just have to have the front part of the bowl covered. Right. Yeah. So what if, what if like, a, a female needs to use that toilet? Oh, well, um... Oh, OK. <laughs> well, I hadn't thought of that, Ben. Well, I, look, I don't know exactly how things work in that position, but, like, it's, it's, I don't think it would work very well for, yeah. for women going to the toilet. Well, if you we might just up. have to get them to stand up, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> we'll put urinals in there. <laughs> what, what about that? So... <laughs> So, huh? so women now are forced to use urinals. <laughs> yeah, well, what's wrong with that? Well, I could name a few things, but I don't know if I'd be allowed to say it at this time of the morning. <laughs> well, anyway, just move on, would you? Right. <laughs> move to move to the Sahara Desert, Sarge, if you don't. I mean, Stewie, that's where you, you had your weather up before. I don't know if you got the Sahara Desert up, but... Um... <laughs> oh, look, I can certainly search for the Sarge. Don't hit... Don't, don't, no, Sarge, don't hit me! You just sit, sit around, pussycat. <laughs> how, do you, how do you go about arresting the weather? Like, what, what, what's involved in that? I don't see you getting a pair of you know, handcuffs and getting a cloud. Oh, well, come on, let's not get into details here, Ben. <laughs> it's a, it's a, you know, a, a figurative arrest, is it? Yeah, it is. Right, okay. What act is the weather being arrested under then, Sarge? Uh, cruddy weather act, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> yes, of course. Why, how can we not forget? How do we not remember that? So I think, I think there's a 16-year-old wanting to talk to you there, so I don't know. If yeah, you know well, it's number speak. 74 of 1966. <laughs> right, okay then. All right, yeah. good. Anything, anything else you want to rest? Are we going to get to this big name or not really? Uh, yeah, there are a few others. Yeah, yeah, such as? Uh, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Uh, well, he's sadly... We'll raising from the dead. Yeah, he's sadly not been with us for a while, Sarge, but I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, Julian Lennon. Yeah, <laughs> You're not reading off a list right now in front of you on a computer screen. You're not just getting lazy in your old age, are you, Sarge? The doors. We're resting them too. Well, you came just, through. Just <laughs> scroll down, would you? Just scroll down for me. Okay, sure. <laughs> Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Yep. Nancy Sinatra. Yep, all right. For her terrible song, yep. Bang Bang. All right, what about that? going on my Facebook? You want to steal some people from this? <laughs> Jack Jordan, <laughs> whoever that is, he's arrested. Yep. Anyone else? I'm going all out today. Yep. The Calgary Flames. No, you're not arresting them. Doing a rubbish that. ice hockey team. <laughs> <laughs> Can you arrest the Seattle Seahawks then? No, well, actually, I quite like the Seahawks. What ben. about the New England Patriots? New England Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, I'm arresting them for having a ridiculous name. You <laughs> hear? Is that right, Paul? Yep, yep. All right. Any, anyone else? What about the whole of New Zealand, Sarge? Can you, are you going to arrest them? <laughs> it's your last chance to do this. Well, Stuart, I know you. Well, on what basis will I do that? Uh, it's under the I Should Be an Australian Act of 1998. Inappropriately Acting with Animals Act of 1901. Oh, yes. That one. <laughs> yes. Actually, um. I've been arrested under that uh, before, but, but that's, that's, that's enough of that. What, what animal? Uh, <laughs> pigeon? No, no, no. Man. <laughs> You're not a New Zealander now, are you, Sarge? Well, hey, Ben, you want to hear a dirty word? Absolutely. Slug. There <laughs> There. That's the dirtiest word I've ever heard. Did, did you like that? I conveniently changed the topic there. It's almost as bad as the subject. Almost as bad as nugget. Uh, <laughs> yes. So who's this big arrest, Arch? Come on, I'm, I'm intrigued here. We're all on well, the tenterhooks. Well, yes, Ben. It gives me no pleasure at all oh, no. this morning, but um, I've had to arrest myself. Oh. Oh. Sad. No, don't do it. Yes, uh, under the. Uh, 
fraudulent um, fraudulent persons act <laughs> oh don't 1994 don't do this I'm sorry Ben but uh, for four years now I've been uh, I've been impersonating a police officer no I don't no, believe you you're real I'm sorry about that who are you then well I'm just a bloke that lives outside uh, the door here at the university in the garden what <laughs> How, how do you? How did you get away with this? How do you? I mean, you come in here in your full police attire. We had the police commissioner in. He knew you. Um, you know, the world is scared of you, Sarge. Well, actually, they've actually got a costume uh, closet down the down the hallway, Ben. Right. Yeah, and that's how I did it. Okay. Okay. Are, you, are you that um, police officer who was arresting people and taking their licenses? That we <laughs> yeah, we read a story yesterday yeah, about a guy in New South Wales licenses, taking away licenses. Yeah, is that you? Yeah, that would have been me. Yeah, <laughs> went on holiday there a few weeks ago. You do realise you're wanted by New South Wales police then, sir. <laughs> you better leave. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yes, all right. So that time you took me to your dungeon and um, tied me up and did all those things to me, was that just you, you know... No, Ben, that was just the university library, actually. <laughs> I'm wondering why they were angry at me that I didn't get my book back on time. Uh, <laughs> well, so you, you, you worked security or something for them? <laughs> or you impersonated a security officer? Oh, my mind's blown here, Sarge. I don't, know what to, I don't know how to react to this. Well, Ben, if you must know, I'm a butcher in Hobart. <laughs> well, wow. <laughs> what's, your, what's your, you know, fine meats, Sarge's fine meats? Well, I'm a low-income earner, Ben, <laughs> and... Uh, and I actually don't have a house. I'll save a bit of dough by living down here at the university. Well, I, so the university library has this, like, massive dungeon in it that you've just converted and no one knows about. You've got to blindfold them and bash them to get them there. You want to hear another dirty word, Ben? <laughs> Taylor Swift? Pole. <laughs> That's offensive to Poland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so, okay, well, what else is it not, what, not the truth? Are you a Collingwood supporter? No, well, that part is true, Ben. Right, who's I'm your favourite player? Supporter. Who's yep. your favourite player? Uh, my favourite player? Yeah. Uh, Scott Pendlebury, actually. Oh, we've changed it. What happened to Swanee? No, no, no. That was all part of just keeping up the Sarge Act. <laughs> right. Okay, so Scott Pendlebury. Scott Pendlebury, yeah, that, that's right. You love Scott Pendlebury, don't you? But Paul L. <laughs> Bring co-host Paul. Marcus Bendlebury, is yeah, that what Marcus we're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dakota. Oh, that's funny. That's his, or his Pendle. Yeah, I get it, because he calls him Pendle. Yeah. yeah. Is Scott Pendlebury the one the one Collingwood player that doesn't have, isn't fully covered in well, tattoos? Maybe that, is, that, is that why you like him? Is that why you like him? Like yeah. Is that because he's got no tats, Sarge? Is that, is that your Scott Pendlebury fandom? That's right, yeah, he's got no tats. Yeah. yeah. He's got a little bit of a weird moustache thing going on, though, doesn't he? Like, yeah, he does. A little but bit of facial vegetation. Is, uh, facial vegetation. One thing I do like about him, Ben, is the fact that he's only got one eyebrow. <laughs> if, you're, if, you, if you're not the Sarge anymore, what's your real name? Well, my name, uh, well, it's actually... Just scroll down for me, would you there, Ben? <laughs> uh, right, yeah. Yeah, you're going gonna, you're gonna to find a name. What if you don't find a name here, Sarge? Yeah, yeah I'm just trying to find one I can read. <laughs> yes. Uh, my name is uh, Thomas Rosicki. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought your name was. I thought your name was just, you know, Sandra. <laughs> No, no, that's incorrect. No, all right. Uh, well, I think we we're going to end this. Uh, this well, is, hang on, we, we've got we've got you know we've got the premiere. What do you thing What here. do you mean you're going to end it? Well, the show's ending, and we've got people coming. We've got VIPs coming in this. You're morning, trying to so. kick me out, aren't you? Yeah. Well, you're an imposter. I'm not leaving. Well, don't leave.
But can you just uh, let, let Dakota speak for a second? You want to you get me out, you're going to have to remove me with force. Okay, well, just Dakota, take that microphone uh, away from him. Just hold yeah, it. I just Don't let him, him speak anymore. I just, I just knocked him out. Um, can you bring Sam in in a minute, please, Dakota? You pass the microphone along oh. here the line. Um, yeah. choose, a, choose a Paul, any Paul. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which Paul which do you like better? Oh, you, oh, you like the Seahawks, oh, man, better. That's a bit... Oh, but yeah, Paul, Paul Brinkpaul likes Seahawks Paul better. Stewie, you're confused. Oh, well. He's surrounded by Pauls. <laughs> what the Paul? Uh, is, is Sam back in now? I don't know. Or is the Sarge still oh, floating around? All right, now hang on. Sam's back. Um, Sam. yeah. Paul, Paul, let's pass the microphone back to Sam. This is great. I like make the microphone go to the Pauls and then I get straight back. Sam, did you bump into that imposter as he walked on the way out there? No, he's, he's just hanging around outside the door, Ben. Like a bad smell. I, look, I... I think the only way you're going to get him to leave is if you let him do a storm off. <laughs> All right, well, hang on. Bring him in there. Let him do a storm off. All right, hang on. Oh, there he is. Oh, hello. You're looking... Trying to kick me out, are you? Hello, Stephen. Is that what your name was? Scumbag. Yeah. What are you going to do about it, pal? You want a piece of me, don't I you? I do want a piece of you. Yeah, right, I, want, I, want the whole, I want the whole cake. You're trying to kick me out, aren't you? Yeah, yeah piss off. Go on. No, get out the door. Get stuffed, would yeah, you? Just go. go. Everyone, don't, stacks on side. Just go. Get out. Don't you dare. Just get out. Don't. Get out. Right, go. there we go. go. Down. Oh. Get oh. out. Don't you dare my microphone. He's off. He's off. Now he's complaining. His microphone. Oh. Uh, well, that was easy. Uh, <laughs> Paul uh, L, uh, well, <laughs> did you ever think on being a host in the show you'd witness a death? Because I think we just killed him. There's blood coming from places that it shouldn't be. I thought it was just a matter of time. <laughs> <laughs> we just killed the Sarge. He's gone. No, he no, 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 we didn't, Ben. No, we didn't. No, I think, no. I think that's going to cue the next song, isn't it? That yeah. is. Um, yes. Look at you, Mr. Segway <laughs> King. Um, all right. <sighs> yeah. I don't know what to say. He's just the Sarge. And I guess at the end of the day, you'll hear a little bit of what still makes him the Sarge in 2018 in just a few moments. Well, we teased this at the beginning. And for the first time in 2018, I can press a button. Oh, we hear some uh, interesting noises and music there because I believe it's the Sarge, Sergeant Porcupine. Uh, Welcome to 2018 on the brink, sir. Welcome. So what you say, is it? Yes, it is. Hello. You're looking pretty fit. Pretty. You've grown a beard. Yeah, well, I have, actually. Yeah, it looks, yeah. it's fetching. It looks very nice on you. Well, it is. Got the 3D effect, Ben, yes. like yours. Thank you. Well, I thought you might be styling it after me. Just, you yeah, know. Well, you I'm know. I'm the fashion expert of this show. It's the uh, only way to grow a beard. Yes. If you're, gonna, if you're not going to go 3D, three, three mm-hmm. Well, you shouldn't do it. Right, that's true. Uh, and, uh, Sarge, you've, you've met Hillary before, who's next to me here? Uh, yes, I think I have. Hillary, he's the Sarge. Everybody, he's the Sarge, and I hope you have welcomed him already. Did, did you want to welcome him? Hello, the Sarge. How are you today? Did you just say Le Sarge? <laughs> le Sarge. Is he French now, is he? I like that. <laughs> Make me sound French. Yeah, do you, can you speak French? Um, I'm not really sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with a no. <laughs> um, now, Sarge, uh, what's been happening in terms of, uh, you know, arresters, arresters, that's a word now, arrests and, uh, you know, naughty people and, and everything along those lines? Because I think Hillary here needs to be educated on some, you know, how to be good and how to behave in this world in 2018. Yes, well, Brandon. I'm a pretty happy guy these days, really. No. Yes, well, I stopped I stopped watching the news. Oh, really? Yeah. Just decided to, you know, live life? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. So, well, that's a bit interesting. It's, it's pretty good these days. I so don't hear it, about all the bad stuff. Is it the opposite now? Instead of arresting people, you, I don't know, award people or something like that? No, well, I don't do that. No. Don't, no. Don't, no. Be, don't, don't, don't be silly, Hillary. That's insane. That's, that's insane. It's ridiculous. You, yes, yes. So, surely, there's, there's nobody on your radar at all. No one. Well... Terrorists? I guess I could arrest terrorists. Yeah, well, what have, what have terrorists been up to? Oh, just being... Just irritating, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They're yeah. a bit rude. Do you, do you like terrorists, Hillary? Um, no. No, yeah, okay, good answer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, so, so I'm arresting terrorists. Yep. Under the... Uh, go away, you... Uh, you annoying people. <laughs> yeah, the go away, you annoying people act. Yeah, the go away, annoying one, people act. Uh, the go away, you annoying people act. Um, no. No, don't know that one. Um, well, that's that's a valid point. Um, that that's the two thousand and one act, I believe, isn't it? Implemented not that far after September eleven. Samuel, of, uh, Sarge, sorry, I just looked oh, yes. at a photo of Sam there just when I said that. Um, yes, that's right, Ben. Yes, yes. Anything else that's uh, you know, I mean. Did, did Hillary, uh, you know, what can she do as a young child to help prevent terrorists under the Go Away Act of or whatever you just said? Well, I don't really know, Ben. No. I mean, I'm not... That's Old people have got to work that out. Yeah. I just arrest them. Oh, okay. So, Hillary, what what do you think the Sarge should... Does Sarge just keep arresting all these bad people? Well, I could say, can you please move or go away? Can you please go away? <laughs> to the Sarge or to the bad people? Uh... Just to some people that I don't really want. So there you go, Sarge. She's she's willing to help. You know, go away to bad people and use my manners. Like please. Look at that. Very good. Very good. Manners go. You know, quite manners. Yes. That that would that would help stop terrorism, wouldn't it? Yeah. Do you think better manners? Better manners. So you'd simply go, uh, "Hello, Muhammad. Please don't blow up that building." Oh, okay. Sorry, I won't. Done. That would work, wouldn't it? Yeah. Simple. I like that idea. She's nodding. Hillary, you, you're on the ball, Hillary. Good job. All right. You're educating the young. Very good. Yes. And, um... <coughs> oh, excuse me. Hillary didn't fix my cough before, so you got to fix it after, aren't you? There, yeah. are, there are other forms of terrorism, Ben. Okay, like what? What else is there, For Sarge? instance, uh, people who get stuck into a man, uh, Donald Trump. Oh, yes. right. So you're a Trump supporter? Have you- Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Very much so, Ben. The last time I mentioned Donald Trump, you didn't know who he was, but clearly now you like him. No. Oh, yes. No, I looked him up. Right. All right. Okay. Do you like like Donald Trump, Hillary? Do you know who Donald Trump is? I don't know who he is. That's probably a good thing. Um, I like that. (laughs) So what's your man? What do you like about the the, the Don? Well, well, I just... He's a stirrer, Ben. Yeah, a bit okay. like me. Yeah, mostly serious, but sometimes I like to stir people. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, you know, people getting stuck into Donald Trump. I think the joke's on them, Ben. Oh, don't really? you? Oh, well, sure. Um, in what context do you think the joke's on them? Well, oh, Don. Oh, Donald, he's just, he's just having a laugh, isn't he? Yeah, you think he's just doing it for fun? I think he's just doing it for fun. Bit of S and G, the the poo and giggles. Can't say oh, that. Oh yeah. The, the, yep. Because well, you can you, you can say something as long as it's not what the yes word stands for. Um, Lesage, do you use Lesage a lot? <laughs> oh, very, very much so. Yeah. Very much so. I've seen him use his manners. And do you have any friends? 
Well, yes, yes. Donald, <laughs> um, whom we just mentioned, is right. mine. Good friends of the President of the United States, the Donald. Right. What do you two do on uh, like a weekend? Uh, we went shooting. All right. Actually. Okay. What did yeah. you shoot? Uh, well, just animals and stuff. Oh, just animals and stuff. Did you shoot people? No, we didn't shoot people. I think he did shoot people, Hillary. I think he's lying right no, now. No, no, we'd never shoot people. I think he's lying. I, I think he would shoot people. Come on, be honest. You shot people. No, 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 no never. Okay, okay, fair enough. Uh, so, okay, so the Donald, like, so the joke's on the people who make fun of him, basically. So if I made fun of his hair, I, the joke's on me. Because you think he's doing that deliberately to make people, I don't know what. Yes, okay. yes, yes, that's what I think, Ben. Okay. Yes. Fair enough, all right. People, people, uh, people getting sucked into his, uh, uh, I believe he uses that thing called Twitter. Tweet, tweet, Twitter, I believe. Twitter, is it? Sarge, Twitter. Yeah. Are you a Twitter user, are you, Hillary? Um, no. No, no, all right. Uh, so you don't use Twitter, do you, Sarge? No, no, I'm not on Twitter. I think we could create an account for you. It could just be called The Sarge, at The Sarge. Le Sarge, I Le think Sa- it is. Le Sarge, is that right, Hillary? Le Sarge? Le Sarge, what do you eat? What, what do you eat, Le Sarge? Oh, okay, change the topic, is it? Yeah, oh, right, look okay. at you, little miss uh, on the ball. All right. Well, given my big, strong physique, I like to eat a lot of the vegetables. Vegetables? Yes. Vegetables? My favourite fruit is what? of chocolate and in the morning I like to have warm wheat bix and at night for dinner time I like to have some pasta. Is that right? Yes. Well, I just like to eat carrot and mainly. And sometimes just for snacks <laughs> I... This is a bowl of carrots. My mum just says have a biscuit. Just have a biscuit? Just yeah. have a biscuit. Here you go, yeah. Hillary, have a biscuit. Very good. What about a bowl of carrots? <laughs> you can see the Sarge just sitting there in a bowl of carrots, cooked or uncooked? There's a movie uncooked. and... Uncooked. Uncooked. Oh, oh, toughy, yeah. crunchy. You like your crunchy carrot? Yeah, there's a movie and that movie's called Frozen and there's carrots in it because it's... Oh, the carrot. I've seen that little carrot. Frozen. Carrot. Yeah. 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 Are, you, frozen. are you a Frozen uh, fan, I've Sarge? I've got the movie. Never heard of it. Oh, it's good. It's good. Oh, all right. I've got the movie. We can watch it later. Do you want to um, sing the song for him? Well, I think I might need the other microphone and the book. The other microphone and the book. Well, doesn't it go like, let it go, let it go? Oh, yeah. So, there's a song called, let it go, there's one. Okay, so there's okay. two sisters. Two sisters. One's called Anna. And Anna. She sings a song. Called, let it go. No. No. So, she Elsa doesn't let it let go. let it go. And Elsa doesn't want to let it go. She wants to keep it going. No, no, no. She sings, let it go, and then Anna sings a song. And, yeah. So there's they both want to let it go. Song, yeah. There's lots of songs in the movie. Right, so you're getting this, Sarge. So there's like, they're both wanting to let it go when they're singing the song. There's a carrot and there's a reindeer. And I believe there's snow in it. Yeah. Have you seen The Lion King before? Yes. Then what's better, The Lion King or Frozen? Well, The Lion King. Good. Well, you're, very, you're raised very intelligently, I believe, Hillary. You've got a, you've um, got a good father, I think, with that uh, opinion. Ballerina. Ball- ballerina? Yeah. That's a good one. It's, it's a story of a little girl and she... Is she a ballerina? No. Oh, well, that's a bit misleading, that title then, isn't it? She has a dream that... She's a ballerina. 
she has a dream <laughs> that she wants to do ballet, so oh. I my life. And at the end, it's my favorite part. Right. Um. Yeah, she okay. does a big jump. Big jump. Yeah, and it's like it's like um. A ballerina jump. Oh, well, if you want to, it's yeah. your house. It's. But like, I mean, Sarge, you're watching this. She's getting up. Very good. She's going to yeah. do a dance here. I dance. dance. No, you're going to dance. It's like a jump. Okay. And it's a big one down. Lots of steps. Lots. There's no stairs in here, though. How are you going to do it? Yeah, but it's been going down lots of steps in the movie. Right. And she does, like, a really big jump all the way down the steps. Okay. One like that. That's a big jump. Yes. Right. Yeah, so that's Sarge, you, you didn't see the big jump. Very oh, good. Yeah. Oh, wow. But, big jump. Uh, yeah, she, she is at the top of the stairs. Right. And then there's lots of stairs down. Okay. You gonna do it one more time? Because we're gonna ask Sarge more questions here. Sarge is a busy man. Stands up here. Okay. And then she jumps down. That's a big jump. Now, now, thank you for showing that. I really appreciate that. But I want to see. Can the Sarge do that jump? Do you think? Do you think Sarge could do that well, as well? Sarge, can you do that jump? Yeah, well, I think I can. All right, he's gonna try it. That. He's gonna try it. Ready? Oh, look at that! I think he's was bigger than yours. Dominated it, didn't I? Dominated. He owned it. Hashtag owned it. Um, Sarge. Yeah. Just uh, like while Hillary's here, do you have anything else to educate her on in terms of arresting or? No, not really. I'd rather go home if that's all the same to you. <laughs> You're a bit bored today. Yeah. Can I ask you? Yeah, the side is very good having oh. you here. And... Oh, very well. Thank you very much for your hospitality. I'll see you later. Yeah, hang on, before you go, don't go just yet. Oh, right, what is it? Collingwood. Yeah. How are they looking for this year? Well, I think we're a good chance this year, man. Yeah. For the wooden spoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that that positive. Yeah. You're switching allegiances in 2018, are you? No, no, I'll never swap from my uh, magical pies, but... Uh, Who's your big bash team? Oh, big bash team. Yeah. Oh, my big bash team's going a bit better, actually. Who's that? Oh, the Perth Scorchers, Benny. Oh, you them? Oh, look, you're a, you're a, you're a bandwagoner. Yeah. Well, the, no, the, not really. I the think champions. I stink. can't stand the Perth Scorchers. No. <laughs> no, I'm a... I'm a... Uh, I'm a, I'm a Melbourne Stars man. All oh, right, they're yeah. not doing too well this year, are they? No, no. We'll be yes. in for a better team, better, better, better run next year, I reckon. I've got a bit of a feeling your favourite TV show is Millionaire Hot Seat, and you like listening to Triple M's Hot Breakfast in Melbourne because I think you're a bit of an Eddie Maguire fan. I do like Eddie. You're a bit of an Eddie yes. man, Eddie and Donald. Yes, Just hanging out with Ed and the Don. Yeah, Eddie's like the Sarge of. The world. Media. Media. Yeah. You can say one more thing before the Sarge goes. Okay, can I tell you something? The other night I went to the Big Bash and my... She went to the Big... Did Daddy go to the Big Bash? Oh, no. My mum took me and... Oh! Um, my Big Bash team is the, the Hurricanes. They are the purple team and... Purple team, are they? Yeah. Yeah. And um, they're called the Hurricanes because there's like a big swirl and it goes down and it's like a point at the bottom. That's that's good. Okay. Yes. Good to know. And there was only two words that I kept reading, and I've got some crackers from them. Yes. And what were those two words? And the word is really good, and it's white. Like, (laughs) yeah. Um. (laughs) You can tell us the words if you want to. I mean, I'm intrigued with these words. And they say my state. My oh my state. Yes. The bank. They're advertising to kids now. Sarge, thank you. Yeah, right. Hillary, See you later. Bye. We're going to end this now, and we'll get you back on again in the future. How does that sound? Good. All right. Thank you.
everybody that's so bad to Sarge. He's Bye. gone. He's gone. He's a, didn't you see him leave? He's out the door. All right. Thank you, Hillary. <laughs> I get excited when I flash things back. You don't know how excited I get when I press this. It's that time of the week to play everybody's favorite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics here on the Brink on Edge Radio. Over to the studio. Oh, forget some lyrics as we're going to give you three classic Forget the Lyrics from three different years once again. We're going to go all the way back to the very first year of Forget the Lyrics back in 2008 where we do a little bit of, well, actually, I shouldn't say we, it's me, doing a bit of Don't Ya by the Pussycat Dolls, and uh, let's just say this one isn't really that good. But it just, it works well. All right, Josh? Yes, Ben. Your microphone, we obviously don't bother talking. I don't even know what I'm going to sing. We'll work it out. All right, I'm ready. I'm excited. <coughs> Here we go. I know you like our show. That works. I know you do. Well, you did. Maybe. But that's why now that whenever we do this segment, you kind of go, it. But now that you kind of give us feedback, (laughs) it's easy to work out. That works better. Yep, I like that. That maybe we should not sing the whole song and not maybe try to shout. Average, sort of. Anyway... Don't you wish your radio show was original like ours? Don't you wish that you could come here and see our cows? Don't ya? Cows rhyme with... Yeah. Don't ya? <laughs> Don't ya? Don't you wish your radio show was on like today? Maybe then you could listen to it instead of... Hey, don't ya? Which that bit makes sense. <laughs> It's almost over, don't worry. It's it, half of it, don't you? So a little bit, Josh, I'll put your mic on for a sec. A little bit of instrumental here, you know, you get to break it down. Yeah. You know, yeah, uh-huh, 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 yeah, yeah uh-huh. All right, it's going well. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. My voice is a little bit strained. All right. Fight the feeling. Leave us alone. Although maybe after this bitch, if you want to send us in something, send us a bone. But we're keeping this uh, this way, because that's what I said. <laughs> and maybe that one time you will listen to one of these songs, you won't be able to get it out of your head. That's good rhyming. Ten points to me. Don't you wish this segment was over already? Well, don't worry. It's almost over. I've just got to finish this bit and keep steady. Don't ya? Tom, well, that bit of rhyming. Don't ya? Don't you wish this segment would just end now? Well, guess what? It's about to, so don't have a cow. Don't ya? Ben. Don't ya? Ben. Ben, Ben. Yeah, we're going to ignore that one and move on to one that's probably more appropriate in terms of the uh, title of the song. It's called Don't Speak. It's a song by No Doubt, and Sam gave his best to sing to this uh, when it came about his beloved Geelong Cats. My babies, you don't have rabies ever. I love you, Geelong Always babies 
You went out on Saturday and blew it. You blew it. You lost to a bunch of clowns. You went out there and played like rats. Oh, it was so bad. You got beaten by a rad. Two pretty uh, mediocre efforts, to be honest. So let's end it with a good one. 2014, another solo effort, this time from myself again, as I sang Don't Cry For Me Argentina in relation to them losing the 2014 World Cup. It's very, um... Operatic. It's like Aladdin. (laughs) I can show you the world. Wrong song. That is. (laughs) We've actually never done that, I don't think. A whole new world. Anyway, it's got a long introduction. Set the scene. It's the Macarana Stadium, whatever it's called. It's, it's, It's Sunday night. The whistle's blown. Germany have won. Argentina have lost. There's tears. There's blue and white crying. Yeah. Lionel Messi's having a sook. Yeah. That's the scene. That's, that's it. Lionel Messi having a sook. It's Brazil. Okay. It's Brazil. The final's over. The game has done. It's over and there's Argentinians crying on the pitch. They look each other and want to hug their mum. It's not that easy for Lionel Messi. He's won everything, including the Champions League. And all those other titles in Europe. But not the World Cup He really sucks In that event Because he can't touch the cup It went to Philipp Lahm of Germany And Bastian Schweinsteiger instead The Germans are dancing And Messi is on the ground He's having a sook He's crying and crying on the ground But who gives a toss about him? Don't cry for me, Lionel Messi The truth is nobody likes you So what, you think you're good? Diego Maradona is better Go suck it up, princess. Have some concrete in your Milo. And as for the next World Cup, well, it's in Russia. That's, of course, if planes make it and don't get shut down. Oh, sorry, is it too soon for jokes about that? I do apologize. It's back to singing about Lionel Messi at the World Cup. 
I still think he's crying. He's back in Buenos Aires right now. And still, buddy, nobody likes him there. Don't cry for me, Lionel Messi. Oh, it's emotional, Dakota. Are you emotional? I, I think I'm about to cry. Good, good, good violin playing there, by the way. You've been practicing. You. I have, and I can talk as well. You can. You're like time. you're talking at the same time. I'm just. Are yeah. you prepared for the the last bit? I am. I am. I am. Are you ready? Don't cry for me, Lionel Messi. The truth is, Argentina really needed you to stand up and score a goal. You couldn't do that in the final. You fell down and sucked at the end. And nobody likes you, including Ben. Oh, that's a bit, that's a bit, that's a bit. <laughs> Have I said too much about Messi? I can't think of anything more to say in this song. I realize we've gone completely over time and a little bit too long in this segment. We only usually go for like two minutes and it's like four and a half now. But whatever, I'm into the moment. Oh, I don't want a website. Now it's just ruined it. Carafun.com. Nah, stuff it. You've ruined the moment. Karaoke site thing. Get stuffed. I think I brought the house down with that one. That one is appropriately awesome. The rest, not so much. It's a brand new year on the brink, and that only means one thing, that we have to bring back the man who helped create this show, the man who I believe is still a man. It's 2018. You never know anymore. Uh, it's Josh Shoebridge. Hello, Josh. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, Ben. That was one of the most energetic intros you've ever given me. Um, thank you. I didn't mean it to be that energetic, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> how how are you, 2018? Have, how have you changed as a human being? Duh. I'm wearing clothes. Uh, that's good, about that's it at the moment. Of, I'm still not, but, um, you know, best podcast done uh, and naked as you all. You used to remember sitting opposite me with all my bits jiggling and hanging out every single week when I was nude in that studio. You loved it. Oh, but you know what's funny? Like, I have been reminiscing back to our, our Edge Radio days. Mm. And it, one, of the, one of the segments, one of my favourite segments that i I'm sort of forgotten about, but it's always been in the back of my mind, that was the No Tim segment. <laughs> oh, Tim. I saw a thing on Facebook about him, and I'm like, oh. And then I saw one about Andrew Moody, one of our friends at the brink. Oh. Hmm. And and uh, it's just one of those things you reminisce and you think of people who who have who have passed away and um and then I see people who have like excelled and if you look at Chris Hamley how he started his new production company and uh, everyone else <laughs> that what is dead or Chris Hamley's still alive right no no I'm just saying like you got the people who pass away and then you got the people who are excelling at life at the moment. Which includes you, or like, is this? No, where you're I'm going not excelling at life. I'm I'm barely keeping two little humans alive. You have two but little I, humans. I mean, God, I, if I turn I, around and say I have two little humans, I go back to jail. Yeah, that's because you <laughs> vaguely resemble Jeffrey Dahmer. Hang on a minute. When did this happen? I did not look anything like Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> and can I also just say Jeffrey Dahmer wasn't a pedophile. He was a cannibal. There is a difference. 
You're the one telling the story, mate. You say Rolf Harris, then that might, like, you know. Um, <laughs> he got acquitted. Oh, for, like, one of them. I don't know. There's been 30 others that came forward and said the same thing, right? Like, I'm going to yeah, put my been, hand up and say he touched me so I can get some money. But seriously, there's been 30 others claiming whomever's done what to whomever because it's just how it is. That's a trend at the moment. Mm, it is. I am sounding really ignorant. Yes, there are people who have legitimately had had some horrific things happen to them in any industry. But then you have the attention seekers. Yes. Um, it's a touchy yeah. subject, and no pun intended. Um, but... <laughs> Maybe not appropriate for me to add that in there. Um, <laughs> um, now, the thing is, though, Ben, you could edit that out, but then you've got my laughter after it going, and everyone will be Josh, like, you know I could weirder. edit half this crap out, but you know I'm lazy now. Like, I used to actually edit these and make them sound good. Um, now I just hit record, and yeah, that'll fucking do. Um, <laughs> just put it up. And then, um, yeah, like, can I, don't, don't. Um, <laughs> so, can I just say this, like, I love Natalie Portman, right? She is my future wife. She is, you know, just, she's locked in. She's locked and loaded. It's Natalie Portman. Um, she's oh, married. yeah, definitely. She's married to a Benjamin. As far as I know, I could just, like, show up sometime in Hollywood and just be like, hey, I'm Benjamin still. Um, and, you know, the rest will be history. But, like, today at the Golden Globes, I turned the Golden Globes off because, A, they're not the Oscars, but, B, it's just like, come on. Like, this is... This is an award ceremony, right? Where we're awarding rich, wealthy, attractive people. I don't need to hear them preach crap at me at the same time, all right? There's enough of that going on in the world. But did you see how Natalie Portman got trending today for what she said when she was presenting the award for best director? Did you? Did you? I I, I saw that she was trending. I don't know what she said. I've deliberately okay. avoided the glo- Golden Globes. So uh, first of all, congratulations, Gary Oldman. Thoroughly deserved. I hope you win an Oscar. Secondly, um, she was presenting the best director category with Ron Howard, to which she then said, "And here are the five male nominees for best director." like the all-male nominees, to point out that they were all men. Now, okay, they're all men, but instead of turning this into a thing where it's automatically assumed they've only been nominated because they're men, can we maybe not just assume that there were no films decent enough out there directed by women that perhaps were worthy? Like, this is what annoys me when people turn these things into an agenda. Like, if there were five women who were in that category, who were all directed the five best films of the year. Great. Fantastic. They're thoroughly deserved. It shouldn't be made an issue. So why is it like a thing that, oh, because they're men, that must mean that they're discriminating against women? No. Maybe there just weren't enough quality films that year directed by women. Yeah, well, no, I, I totally agree. And the same thing happened last year at the Oscars. Was it last? Yeah, it was last year at the Oscars where it was no black people... Or well, it was a very minimum amount of African people who who were actually in any of the nominations and any of the awards, and it was like, yeah, we must, uh, you know, boycott the Oscars. And it's just like, no, you just weren't in decent movies. Will Smith was not in a Oscar-worthy movie that year. Mm-hmm. When he is in an Oscar-worthy movie, he usually is nominated. Yeah, exactly. He's, and it's, he's a great actor, and that's the thing. Yeah, and and, and that's it, and it's. It's just because it's a quiet year. It's just like, like if the news happened and they don't talk about war, it's because the war didn't happen the day. Exactly. So we just get 30 stories about Kim Kardashian's butt or something like that. But no, it's like, yeah, and it's, it's agenda seeking. And this is what's ridiculous. It's that like, 
it's hard to it's hard for us to express opinions because we're straight white males. We're not allowed to have opinions, and also yeah. because when it comes to it, like I'm an I'm an, an equalist and equality. Like I don't know how to say that word properly because I'm dumb. Um, you, you fight for equality. Well, what what you deem to be equality, I should say. We want equality. Like to me, and I've said this before. Like, I, I, we should have to live in a world where we don't have to distinguish genders, race, you know, sexuality, things like that. Where we can just you know be broad and equal. And like, also the thing is, you also got to point out not everything can be equal because there are certain elements where men will be in elements. I don't want to say this in a way, but just bear with me. Better than women, and women will be better than men. There, you know, because there are certain it's... areas where that is going to be a thing. Well, well, the way the way I like to say, it, everyone is equal in purpose with different roles, and there, there are different roles. Like you, you have, but the thing is, like you do have the men, like men who are physically weaker than someone who looks like Rosie O'Donnell, who is a masculine-looking woman, and that 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 you do have those kind of different, like even. On the cross barrier, but in general, men, yes, have different strengths to women. Women have different strengths to men, mm-hmm. weaknesses as well. And it's the, and it is, and this whole gender pay gap thing is bullcrap because it is illegal to pay a, to discriminate an Australian citizen for work. Mm-hmm. It is illegal. And there's, okay? there's and legitimate then, statistics that prove the agendaness of that whole campaign. And that it's there's actually not really a gap. There's just the way that it's spread out. Like I read this fascinating thing about the statistics, which prove there is no such thing as a as a gender gap when it comes to that. Because you'll find that, and this is an interesting thing that, and it, it, one of the statistics is that men. So you have a single. They they take it from a single man and a single woman. They never do like a like a married couple or or something like that. It's always a single man and a single woman. And the single man will very rarely take leave. Mm-hmm. Very rarely, like he'll take sick leave when he's sick or hungover or when Melbourne Cup days on. <laughs> Women will take leave for any bloody reason they can find. And it's not saying that they're lazy. It's just their lifestyle. They like creating a lifestyle where they can have fun and all that sort of thing. And that, that's fine. I don't care. That that's your prerogative. That's your choice. Fantastic. But you have the consequences that go along with that. And it's it's a case of yeah. I mean, there's there's whole, so many levels with this, but um, it's just frustrating sometimes when it's you know what I would have loved, and it would never happen because if a man actually stood up and did this. It would. This man would be crucified and just kicked out of Hollywood or something like that. I'd love one of these people who like got an award and basically stood up there and was just be like, you know, yep, I support this campaign absolutely. You know, men should not treat women this way. It's disgusting. The people who are doing this should be rightfully exposed and named and shamed. But at the same time, stop creating victims out of the men who actually are genuine. Stop labeling us all in the same category as the bad eggs. And realize that for the majority of us, we are, we treat women with respect. We don't do these things. We don't do this. We don't do that. Do not label us all under the same banner. Because that's what I feel happens. And I'm not trying to say for, um, you know, the, the victims, it, it, like you said, it's, it's, t- it's disgusting. It's terrible. And it should definitely be put out there in public. But at the same time, there's there's no need to be a sway where it gets taken over the other way, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the biggest issue with it all, though, is 
the fact that there everything that's happened. So if you look at Harvey Weinstein, if you look at um, uh, what's his name, I've gone blank. Don't say Kevin Spacey. The, that still makes me yeah, sad. Yeah, no, no, Kevin Spacey. No, no, Kevin Spacey. Uh, there's the Aussie guy that um, got, uh, is it Craig McLaughlin this oh, morning. Yeah, the new yeah, one yeah. today. Yep, he's the recent. Yeah, one. okay. If you, if you look at these, okay, those ones. None of them have actually been proven in a court of law mm-hmm. that they have broken the law. None of them have. It's all been accusations given to the media, mm-hmm. and then that's it. They're, they're accusations. TMZ, bam, this person's done this. They have lost their career. Yep. They've lost everything. Exactly. And, there, and there's nothing there to prove what's going on. If you look at, um, what's his name? Um, 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 the footballer. Oh, far out. What's his name? Jared Haynes. Jared mm. Haynes. And if you look at him, he's been accused of rape. The police have said there's no evidence, yet he's being dragged through the mud in a civil, civil lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Even though the police have said no, there's no evidence of anything happening. Exactly, and 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 it's so. One of the things that I, if I ever had the opportunity to be in Parliament, one of the laws that I would try and produce is for the press to go. Yes, you can say that someone is under investigation for something, but you cannot say what they are under investigation for until they have been either acquitted or if they've been found guilty in law, which is the, in, the- in, in a court. The ridiculous nature about it, and I remember when I worked at, at the Mercury, it's kind of just these legalities about things that you can and can't write. But, like, if you're writing about someone who's accused of a crime, you've, of course, got to use, constantly use the word allegedly. You know? Yeah. Kevin Spacey allegedly felt up this guy, you know, blah, 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 blah. Which is fine. You're using the legalities around it, but it's trial by media. You know? Like, let, let's mm. be honest. Like, if... Um, you know, people will then argue the point that what we're trying to say here, and, I, and I'm not trying to claim that every single person who's accused is innocent. Obviously, if one person comes forward, then another, then another, and you've got like 38 people claiming exactly the same thing, for the most part, there's going to be a trend there that, okay, then maybe something is a bit off here. Um, yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly right. And it's just this thing that... it. It, it is a trend. It is. It's becoming a trend, and you got the hashtag Me Too thing. This is this is the hashtag Me Too thing is 2017's answer to Harambe. It's its answer to Black Lives Matter. It is its answer to Antifa. It is all these stupid things that are just becoming a. It, it, it all it is is a viral campaign. Yeah. On social media, and it is ridiculous. Just because, and this is the thing. Where is the line? No one has actually set the line. It is, there are some women who think that it is sexual harassment to go up to him in the street to sing this crying lady and say, are you okay? Mm-hmm. They think, yeah. how dare you say that? You shouldn't say that. that is harassment. You are sexually harassing me. And it's it's also, just quickly, I remember Harama, Harama, Harambe. I can't even say his name. That was a thing. Um, not Harambe. No, the one... No, actually, no, I remember Harambe. The one I just kind of clicked on was Coney. Remember Coney for five minutes? What was that, 2011, 2012? Bloody Coney. Yeah. That was a thing. Um, but, yeah, no, no, like, you're right. And, like... Um, and that fell flat on its face with the guy ended up jacking himself off in San Francisco. Which... Who hasn't done that? But um, he got caught. That's the difference. But <laughs> the thing—that's <laughs> it, eh? The, well, I, I, I forgot what I was about to uh, point out with that. But um, it's it's yeah, I've gone blank. But it it doesn't. 
it's it's really getting to the point now where what can we say, what can't we do, what's this, what's that, everything else. I mean, you and I, I guess, right now kind of have a bit of a platform where we've got three listeners each week, so we can kind of say this. Uh, if mm. we were in a certain thing where, you know, we were owned by companies and stuff like this and stuff like that, we would be controlled and blah, 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 blah. But but, um, but what's in, yeah. but what in, is interesting here, though, Ben, we're agreeing on something and it is fairly political. And we both have very different political ideals. Like, you, you, you're fairly left in how you see you're a Labor Party supporter. Um, and and that, that that's you. And that, I, I, I appreciate how you, your views and I, I respect your views. I, I don't think we've ever had a disagreement that's actually caused us to hate each other. Whereas well, I'm I'm fairly right wing. I am a conservative, a member of the Conservative Party. And I'm, I use that as my platform when I run in political uh, circles, when I ran, when I ran for council, I, that I stood as a conservative and that's how, and the thing that's, it really it hurts politics, especially in Australia and in America is the fact that you have the, this little group who comes in and starts saying, you need to be politically correct. You can't do this. You can't do that. And that is why in Queensland, one nation won so many seats in the federal. That's it. Because they're the ones that go, no, stuff that. We need to be able to say what we want to say because that way we're taking the gray areas out of everything. We're making it clear. We actually, you know where where we stand when we say something. Mm-hmm. And political correctness, uh, I think John Cleese said it, said it well, political correctness is the language of cowards. Mm. so and and when then when you it's yeah i don't know it's just this thing that i I look at the world at the moment and i'm sad for it yeah you're not the only one and actually that's what i was going to say it seems to me that like everything that happened in the past can now be apparently brought back up and have to be like apologized for and and basically punished for and like okay there's a fine line with that. Like, if you've legitimately broken the law and done things, but like, it's it's. Okay, and then what it is, what it is, is if you think back to like the '60s, '70s, and '80s, it was a different time. Yeah, there were different standards in uh, in society, and if you can even look back to this, to the same sex community in certain areas in Western culture, it was illegal to be homosexual and practice homosexuality. Mm-hmm. That's changed. You don't, you can't have someone say who's like seven years old who say who comes out in public and says, "I've been homosexual since I was a young boy." You can't go. All right, then you broke. The, that means you broke the law back in 1976 statutory um whatever it is um what is um i can't remember whatever it is we can go after you because that was a law back then and you're saying that you broke the law back then no one's going to go after that who gives a crap different standard of times and just because like you smacked someone on the ass once in a socially accepted manner they didn't worry about it then but for some reason now they think oh i can get the money out of this now what the hell? Yeah, and it's and it's if like you, yeah, no, it's it, you're right, and it's it's like not trying to excuse the behaviour because obviously it was wrong, but at the time, yes. like who's going to say in thirty years' time if we're not living in an age where podcasting's illegal, 
Um, you know, we're not allowed to do stuff like this. So in 30 years' time, are you and I are going to go to jail because we're podcasting right now? Like, it's, it's kind of... No, it's just- no, what, what, no, you can actually think of a legitimate thing right now. We're saying something right now is fairly controversial in our time to say that, it, that this is bullcrap. How, however, the law may change in our country where the it is illegal to call call out a differences of like to speak out in a public manner that is not politically correct mm-hmm. that could change because australia does not have in any form of law a freedom of speech mm-hmm. at all does not exist we actually have in our legislation laws stating that if we if we harass anyone if we cause someone to be offended we can actually be prosecuted mm-hmm. so it only takes a few more words in that legislation to make what we're saying right now illegal because we're offending someone. We're causing someone to need to have a safe space. And imagine that 10 years down the track, this is still on the internet. Mm-hmm. Two podcasters have been labeled as misogynist and sexist and are infuriating the groups of people out there who actually feel some form of feeling about this issue. And which, which is like, okay, like I, I'm in my career wanting to, you know, go off and do things and do that. And excuse me. Um, that, this is why I don't get hired. <laughs> that, that, that um, <laughs> that's, that's clearly why, because I'm that professional. Again, could have edited it out. Hi, everybody listening. Just am lazy. Don't edit shit out. But um, it's like, it's, it's, I know I've, this is the thing that this is always going to live, like not just this show, other shows. I mean, I've said things which are going to be implied. Like I was called a, a racist on Survivor Oz because of something that another person said and then I was labelled a racist because then I commented that I enjoyed the names of African Americans and I wasn't being negative. I was simply saying I actually like African American people the way they... Like, they're very unique African American names. Um, I mishandled the situation. I I poorly apologised and I own that and I gave, you know, blah, 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 blah. It happened. But... It's Excuse always... me, just stop there. Just stop there. You were labelled a racist because you said that you enjoy the sounds of an no, no, African American no, 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 names no, 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 and how creative it was. It was no, no. It was basically um, we were talking about a contestant. It was a preview episode. We we're talking about a contestant on that season. Uh, we mentioned their contestant's wife's name, to which uh, I'm just going to name and shame him, Noah. Everyone knows Noah. Uh, he uttered the phrase, "Her name is so ghetto." To which I then was like, oh, I didn't agree. I, oh, maybe I did. I just said, well, I love her name. It's a great name. Um, but anyway, so the, the problem that people had was Noah using the terminology ghetto, which was labelled as racist. And I think a lot of that maybe came down to cross-cultures. It, to us in Australia, we don't use that in that terminology. And, like, you know, I'm not trying to excuse it. We offended people and we owned it. We whatever. But the thing is, but- is that I was, it was labelled as me that said it. I never said it. <laughs> Noah said it. Um, but what oh I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say with this point, it was so fucking stupid. Seriously. Just a swore. I did, because it's so stupid, all right? It was fucking stupid because... How the hell is the word ghetto racist? African-Americans cannot own that word because... That's what they use for the names of where Jewish people were during the freaking Holocaust. So they can't take that. Then they can't say, that's racist because he said the word ghetto. That's just like you saying, oh, I don't like the word Shazza because it's such a bogan name. 
It's what the hell? Can I just point out, uh, Joseph Smith? Uh, I'm sorry that I made one of your disciples swear. Um, but um, see, that's what I just said. Is is offensive to Mormons? But you know, I'm joking. No, no, okay, no, seriously. Very good. Very good example there. Mormon Church is one of. The, so we have had an extermination order that wasn't rescinded until the late 80s in the state of Missouri. It was legal up until then to murder a Mormon on site. Oh, wow. We have had, yeah, we have had numerous shows based on our religion that was derogatory and false, yet it was allowed to be on state media. We have had churches say that we're Satanists. We've had the creators of South Park make a very disrespectful play about our church do you know how the church reacted to that they loved it didn't they hell yeah they did they just mm. said cool yeah it'll entertain you for a couple of hours but the book of mormon will give you a lifetime of, of uh of um salvation do you know what they did they set up a stall at the front of the broadway theater with a sign saying you've seen the play now read the book and we're handing that. out free copies of the book of mormon the church just gone yeah okay we're weird we get that we do weird things. We are a group of weird people. Cool. We can laugh at ourselves. And that is what people need to do. Which, you, can, which can I just point out, I actually, this we're on this topic. Why not? Welcome to 2018 with Josh. We're being serious. Um, I called an Uber home the other night with Noah on New Year's Eve. We got this fantastic Uber driver. We got talking to him. He's from Pakistan. Lovely guy. And we're just having a talk about, you know, just life, everything along those lines. It turned to him living in in Australia and just kind of how he's finding it and all this sort of stuff. And it promptly turned to the fact that he believed, just with stereotypes, that Australians are racist. And his example was that... And, like, again, I'm can I just start by saying I'm not excusing behaviour from these said people, but he would say that he would get drunken people in the back of his uh, Uber and stuff like that, and they would say derogative things about him because of him being from another country. That is not excusable. However the actions of some do not label an entire country. And no. what annoys me about this perceived nature of Australia being a racist country is that we are a very laid back society who are going to say things like legitimately in this entire conversation, I have dropped several things that are probably incredibly offensive, particularly about the Mormon church. I basically turned around to you and said, Oh yes, that is a good law. Let's go around and keep killing the Mormons. That is just Australian humour. We're just going to be like, fucking take the piss out of each other. And that's how we do it. Now, okay. But that's also how we deal with crap, though. That is how we deal with it. Which is, which is like, okay, here's a real example. Like, this is kind of not the same thing, but I was talking about this with my dad tonight. So at the cricket the other night, uh, there was a, there's a cricket player plays from Melbourne Renegades. He's played for Australia, very well-known cricket player called Cameron White. Uh, yeah. he hit a six and they cut to a Melbourne Renegades fan who was in the process of rate extending his arm in a, in a salute that's, you know, resembled a Nazi salute. And he uttered the phrase white power. Now, can we just point out that this player is called Cameron white? Okay. He hit a six, which involves power. Therefore, okay. He's maybe used a slightly, you know, whatever term, but in no way did he use that, but they just happened to have a camera cut him at the same time, to which everybody's lost their shit. Oh, he's racist, he's racist, he's doing this. Okay, the player is white. (laughs) His name is white. (laughs) In what way is that racist? Can I just ask the world, why are we 
claiming that a person who is celebrating the fact that a player hit a six with the last name of White, who is White, is now racist. This is... (laughs) This is why... This is why our country sucks. (laughs) Yes! Because we can't even then... And let's be honest... We are uh, the day of releasing this, recording this. You got me started now. Um, in sixteen days, no, hang on, eighteen days, it's gonna start again. Oh, we're so racist. We're celebrating Australia Day. Oh, you can't wave the Australian flag. That's racist. No, you know what? I, I, I am, am gonna so... wave my flag and celebrate this fucking country because I love this country. Until I'm told to celebrate on another day, I will do what I want to celebrate my country. And I don't care who celebrates with me, what you look like, what your gender is, what your sexuality is, whatever. Celebrate this fucking country while we can and stop complaining about it. That's exactly right. And the thing is, I am I never, ever bag out Tasmania as a place because I love Tasmania. It is my favourite place in the world. I am pissed with the council with Hobart City Council being one of the three councils in Australia to say we're no longer going to hold Australian Day celebrations on Australia Day. I think that is ridiculous. For one, there are no full-blooded Tasmanian Indigenous people. None. So why the fuck does Hobart have the right to say we're just not going to celebrate it? It's like, dude, it is... Fucking Australia Day! This is the no different to if the Hobart City Council all of a sudden had a, a Jewish mayor, hypothetically, and was like, okay, we no longer recognise Christmas because it's going to offend people who aren't Christians. We no longer we want to celebrate Anzac Day because people who are anti-war don't want to celebrate... Like, I mean, the, I was having... Okay, <laughs> Sam's been on this show, but I had this conversation with Sam, and I don't mean to put Sam in this. I'm, I'm sure Sam would gladly talk about this on air. But he was talking about he loves AFL, he loves the Geelong Cats. But he said he's not renewing his membership this year. And I'm like, why not? And he's like, because I'm sick of the AFL making things about agenda. This is a sport. We go to watch sport. Stop making it women's round, multicultural round, this round, that round. It's just fucking football. Play fucking football. Like, well, it's just like that um, the the transgender person. I oh. wanted to say that correctly without... I was going to say something derogatory, but I've already said enough already today. Uh, from Canberra, who wanted to be able to play in the uh, AFLW, who is six foot six. More masculine than, than I me. am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to be offensive. She true, was though. more masculine than I was and wanted to play in the AFLW. If, if she got a gig in the AFLW... I was going to go sign up for the fucking AFLW. It's it's exactly it, it, it. There has to be a line, like, and I, I I agree. Yes, if you want to be transgender, that is your choice. Your choice. Don't bring me into your little um, thing that you're doing. Your choice, not mine. I will call you whichever thing you want. I don't care. But. You have to realise there is differences in what your physical biology has to what you want to be. It's just like the sign that you see at some beaches that says, dress for the body you have, not for the body you want. Play the sport for the body you have, not the body you want. So, yes, how about we have an agreement where, yes, you do have the men's league, the women's league, then you have the transgender league. Yeah, Have it. That's fine. Which is, and this is the thing too, when people talk about, 
gen and like this is what annoys me with the golden globes and things like that when it comes to you know they're they're trying to claim like equal pay and stuff like that when it comes to like entertainment and sport and all that sort of stuff now there is a fine line there and i'm sorry if this is controversial let's use tennis as an example because you go to the grand slam and men and women like serena williams wins the the australian open roger federer wins the australian open they both get hypothetically like two million dollars but it's equal prize money which on paper yay equality can we just establish that women play three sets, men play five sets? Now, that is bullshit because women are getting paid more for doing less work. So make the women play five sets or make the men play three sets and keep it equal. And it's the That's same it. when it comes to women athletes and they turn around and say, oh, the, the female athletes in the AFLW, they should be getting the same as men. No, because the revenue and the sponsorship that comes in from watching men's sport on TV is significantly higher. Now, I'm sorry if that's a controversial opinion, but like... They put women's sport on prime time. They put it in areas where crowds can go along to, but they don't show up because, like, and I don't know if this is a thing that you can change in society where, okay, make it that way. But when it comes down to it, if if you are, like, and the same with female box office stars. If you've got a female-led movie that has been given the same chance as a male-led movie, yet the male-led movie rakes in $500 million and the women's one leads in, leads in $100 million, why should the, the female-led star get paid the same as male-led star when the male is making... And I know that's probably a really... Con- but, like, like but, Wonder but, Woman. No, 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 I, Wonder I, Woman. I, I agree with you with this, the movie thing, but the thing, the b- biggest difference between the, the, the Hollywood model of, uh, of pay to everywhere else is that it is individually organized so you have yes you had gal gadot who would have um sat in an office with her agent and said all right here's how much i want to get paid for this movie mm-hmm. and like um what's his name jonah hill he said when he made the wolf of wall street because he wanted to be in a martin scorsese movie so he's like look i don't care how much i get paid Pay me thirty grand and I'll be in the movie. And the movie boxed out so much money, and he was a great actor. He was one of the key supporting actors in that movie, mm-hmm. and he only got paid thirty five grand for that movie. Yeah, there and, and I was was I reading there was um I mean there's been many examples of actors who basically say just pay me a million bucks and I'll take ten percent of the box office earnings and they end up right like Jim Carrey did that for um. Oh, I want to say Bruce Almighty. Um, he did it for one that actually no one was expecting to do well, but did really well, and he got a lot. Eternal of Sunshine. I think it was Eternal Sunshine. No, no, it wasn't that because that didn't wasn't a. It was an indie film, so it wasn't really a box office smash. But um, maybe it was Yes Man. No, I think it was Yes Man. I think he maybe actually technically did it for free. Um. But I mean, he's not the only one. Then women, like men, whatever. But like, I don't know where I'm going with this. But but but, like, but, yeah. but, 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 staying with Jim Carrey for a minute. Just let, let's talk about something a little bit more happier. Which I, I, I watched the best documentary of my life ever. Oh, is that one about Man of the Moon? Yeah. Oh I my goodness. It yet, that, but I want to watch it. It touched me. So, oh my goodness. It has made me. Did you use hashtag opened, me too? I should have. <laughs> but um. <laughs> Seriously, it is one of the best eye-openers to not only what my childhood idol, Jim Carrey, he was my childhood idol, he still is one of my idols, but he opened my eyes to, um, oh, what's his name, Andy, 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 Andy Kaufman, and 
after watching, I was like, wow, I've never actually seen Man in the Moon. I need to watch it. And I watched it. And then I'm like, wow, I need to know more about this Andy Kaufman. And I watched his stand-up, his routines, his his shows, his the the time he spent on the on the show Taxi, which if you look at the show Taxi, it's got three of my favorite actors besides Andy Kaufman in that movie in that in that show. You've got Danny DeVito, you've got Christopher Lloyd, and then you had um the guy who played Jeff Goldblum's dad in Independence Day was the oh, lead actor yeah, of yeah. that thing. And seriously, it was how much struggle it was for Jim to do the role. And then the things that happened to him from when he got the okay to do the role to when he finished. And it was in his life. And he, it was like, I've, seen Jim Carrey act. I've I've had the opportunity when I was a child to actually watch one of the most pivotal scenes of a Jim Carrey movie being filmed. And he's like, yeah, you you grow up and you're like, Jim Carrey's this, Jim Carrey's that. And then he opens up in this in this documentary and you're just like, wow, I just have learned so much more about you. I really want to, I haven't seen it, but I, I definitely, I mean, you know, I, as I'm the same. I, Jim Carrey's always been my favourite actor. So, uh, I mean, Kevin Spacey was you, you up will, there, but I can't say that anymore. Uh, but you, uh, <laughs> I, I will say, I will say, you will cry. You will cry. I cry like halfway through it. I'm in tears, going, "This is so messed up. Why am I crying?" Can I just complete? We've had a great topic conversation. We've pissed yeah. both of our listeners off. Great, complete to end this on a positive note. Talking about things with great actors in it and pleasantly surprised the shit out of me of how much I enjoyed it. Uh, I went and saw Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle today. So did I. How good a... was it? I loved it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And one of the things I really liked about it was being able to – uh, hashtag spoilers right now – is the – the the jokes were more adult. I oh think yeah, it, I'm it, I'm in a cinema surrounded by kids and they're laughing about their dicks and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> but what I, I I thoroughly enjoyed was the the hot redhead Dan. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> both versions. Can I just say even the teenage version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I thoroughly enjoyed both, was can I the, 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 both versions of Jack Black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the rock. The, I mean, come on. Like, we don't. Oh my ahead. goodness. Oh, uh, I'll get to the rock in a minute. But seriously, the the little Easter eggs that they did from the first movie, mm-hmm. and how it's like, wow, the how that how they made it so. Yeah, the board game changes in its time to to what it is, and like, so it'd be so cool. Say, say, if they do one for our generation now, where it's all VR and that sort of thing. But yeah, The Rock, man, he is so good at just taking the piss out of himself. I love that man. I I like. I will say, The Rock always freaks me out because he's got a very weird head that's in proportion to his body. Like he kind of doesn't look human the way he is shaped. But like, okay, here's a couple of connections. It's only you and I will get. You remember Jake Caressa, great guy, high school. Um, yeah. He was, he's from Samoa. He was like the biggest rock fan. And like, you know, I grew up, you know, seven, eight, we were like very close friends and just the rock was like his idol. So like, I've always kind of, you know, followed the rock. He's just an amazing person. But the thing that I pleasantly loved about Jumanji is that when I first saw the trailer, like a year ago for the first time they released, I'm like, this looks horrible. This looks absolutely terrible. I do not want to see this. Like, fuck you for remaking Jumanji. Then it kind of came out 
this isn't a remake. It's kind of like a bit of a sequel. The second trailer was like actually really looked good. And the thing that kind of in the lead up to this is that I watched the first Jumanji, rewatched it. Um, you know, you and I, it's, we're both the same age, a childhood movie of ours. Uh, yeah. You know, Robin Williams, all that sort of stuff. But what I actually I, remember one Christmas, mum got me the, the board game. Yeah, we had it. I remember in one yeah. of our primary school classes, it was like a reward on a Friday if you like didn't, you could play it. And I'm, I'm 90% certain I did see the original in the movies. I want to say I did. I'm pretty sure I did. But I used to watch it all the time, like I rent it from the video store. Kids, that's what we yeah. used to do. But... I, I kind of was going to go see it on Boxing Day, but I kind of held off. But then I started seeing the reviews come in, and like, wow, this is actually getting really good reviews. And then just loving it. And, like, I love The Rock. I love Jack Black. Can I just, like... And we're going to listen to the Oz Network. We'll be doing a spoiler-free review on this. Um, Jack Black, like... I can't, he never gets credit for being an actor. Like, I swear he gets lumped into, like, Adam Sandler territory. And I don't... Like, where he just kind of does dumb movies. But, like, Jack Black can act. Like, Jack Black, like... You've seen Goosebumps. He actually did really that, well. In I Goosebumps. watched that for the first time last uh, on on Friday. Actually, I watched it because it's, it's on Netflix, and I was like, I've never watched it. It's just me and Alex. All right, Alex, Daddy's going to put a movie on, and he's like, "What's the movie?" And so about a book series that Dad read when I was a kid, and he was like, "Huh? Just watch it. There's monsters." So one of the things I actually quite liked about the the ending of um, Goosebumps is when um, he's walking down the hall. And he sees R.L. Stein, yeah. and he goes, Mr. Black, and he goes, Mr. Stein, and he goes, oh, that he's the new head of drama, and I, I'm the head of literature. And it's, I thought that was a nice little... There's, there's another one. Mm. I think they're, they're doing another one. But, yeah, like, Jack Black, like, you actually genuinely believe he's, like, what, like a 17-year-old girl in this movie. Um, and, like, special props to uh, Reese Darby. Fucking love Reese Darby. I know he's in it for, like, five seconds. But, you know, hello, welcome to Jumanji. Like, if you ever freaking... Oh, that, was, that was cool. That made Flight me of the Concords, Murray, just a legend. But um, the villain in the movie uh, is Bobby Cannavale, which, to me, like, he is Bobby from Third Watch, and then he's just gone on to be in so many other things. Married to Rose Byrne, you know, incredible Australian actor. Love Bobby Cannavale. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, so like but he, he did was, a great, he did a really good job. Yeah, I thought he was great. It was, it was such fun. The, the whole thing, and like I, I'll be honest with you, I've never seen a film with Kevin Hart in it, and this is the first time I've got to see him. He's great. I love Kevin. He was fantastic. Um, yeah, well, that's kind of like the new Chris Tucker. Yeah, well, that's exactly what he is. And like, like these, like a couple of movies I've seen him in, like in um, Get Hard with, um, oh, what my name. No, brother Will, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. All oh, right, right. Um, and that, that that was really good. Like, Chris, I actually don't mind Chris Hart. His stand up comedy is really good too. Mm. I, I thoroughly enjoy. Like, he is. He's he's a de- he's he's this generation's Chris Chris Rock slash Chris Tucker. Yeah. The, that that mixture is right there. And I love and, Chris, Chris I, Tucker's like one of these guys that he he'll, he'll I'll watch a film just because of Chris Tucker. Like if he's in, same it, I'll watch it. Like, I love same here. Same here. Uh, and he's really good at pulling in the dramatic roles too. I just oh, he was when great in Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah, mm. and I thought that was fantastic. Great movie. Um, and so, but yeah, but with Jack Black though, he's like, yeah, I agree with that. But he's done some amazing movies. Like if you he, he like the comedy in Tropic Thunder. Then you've got the he did them um, the the Holiday Home, the Holiday House, or I was just or Holiday, Holiday with Cameron Diaz ho- and Jude Law yeah. and Kate Winslet. Yeah. That was him being a normal person and acting. Well, he's been in a few, like, if you actually go back and watch, uh, was it 97, 98, The Jackal, uh, was that Richard Gere, Bruce Willis, um, he's like a serious role in The Jackal, 
Um, and he was also in um, Enemy of the State with Will Smith. Oh, was he in that? Was he? Okay, it's been a long he time. Was. He was. He was. He was. He was one of the uh, technicians, and he just played this nerdy technician. He wasn't funny. He was just like this technician who Oops. was. There's a few of those, like, in the 90s. Like, you actually realise Owen Wilson used to do a lot of serious roles. Like, uh, if you go watch back and watch Anaconda, Owen Wilson's in that. Like, I mean, Armageddon. Is he in that? Yeah, he gets one of the ones he gets eaten by. I, mean, I, I, I know he's in Armageddon, but he's, he's a bit he goofy like... in Armageddon. But, yeah, like... He, he's Owen Wilson on a spaceship in Armageddon. That's how I see him. Yeah. But it, it's funny when you see these, like... The thing that you find about these comedic actors is that, like... 99% of them are actually very, like, Jim Carrey is, like, robbed of a, an Oscar for Truman Show. How he didn't even get nominated is bullshit. Um, that was one of his, yeah. I'm not an Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind fan. I really despise that movie, but, I mean, he's great in that movie. That, um, that was his, I think that was, like, one of his, like, like the movie he wanted to do just to say he could do it. But this is the I thing, though, that Jim Carrey just never gets respected as a serious actor. Like, the number 23 wasn't the Majestic. Like, he's great. Um... I, Do you know what Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler is the same? Yeah, like I was about to say in, that in, Adam Sandler punched in right. Rain on Me and Rain on Me. Rain on Me is brilliant. Like, oh my god, I cried oh. when that speech and he's sitting down with John Don Cheadle telling about his wife yeah. and all that in the tower. I was like, this is the thing with Adam Sandler. Like, Adam Sandler's kind of like like Nicolas Cage is like this now. Like, they Adam Sandler doesn't give a fuck. Adam Sandler is the Nickelback of movies because like Nickelback fucking hate their music all you want. Chad Kroger comes out and owns the fact that they suck. And he's like, I don't give a fuck that we're hated because people buy our records and we make money, so why should we change? So Adam Sandler is exactly the same model. He's like, people love my goofy, dumb movies. I've signed a million-dollar, multi-million-dollar deal on Netflix. And if he wants to act, he'll win an Oscar one day, Adam Sandler. He'll just come out. Like, he was in some movie recently where they were talking about he could get nominated for an Oscar for this. But he he won't because he's not in the award season. But, like, this is the thing with Adam Sandler. He can act. Jim Carrey can act. Ben Stiller. Uh, he can act. Like, all of these people yeah. can act. Uh, I mean, you look at Steve Carell. Steve Carell kind of had that whole yeah, thing, and now he's always in these movies where he's gotten nominated. Matthew McConaughey was the goofy you know, southern you, guy, and now he's in Academy. I, mean, I love Matthew McConaughey. He's a fantastic Same actor. here. But if you look at Ben... Uh, not ben uh, who are we talking about? Uh, Steve Carell. Like, he went from being in The Office, being this goofy dickhead, to playing um, the guy from uh, Foxcatcher. Mm-hmm. And wow, that movie was amazing. He's he just transformed. Yeah, They're, I mean, this is the thing with so many of these people. They're just the way they can do it, and um, you know, it's interesting. And it's, it's not just the men. Like, I mean, you look at someone like Sandra Bullock. I've always been a huge Sandra Bullock fan, but she kind of just did hmm. romantic comedies. But then she obviously was fantastic in The Blind Side, and then obviously I think she was robbed for. I'm actually I've only seen bits of Gravity, but from what I've seen. She probably deserved it more for that than she did for The Blind Side. You know what? I, I didn't like Gravity, mainly because it was just like this two-hour of, let's push buttons. Oh, my goodness, we're in space. Oh, my goodness, someone's going to die. Someone needs to blah, blah, blah. It was. I didn't like it. I, and I love sci-fi. Sci-fi is my jam. I love sci-fi, but didn't get me. Interstellar, that's a great sci-fi movie. Never seen it. Uh, and I mean, there, there are some people that... I don't get why people don't like Anne Hathaway. I've always liked Anne Hathaway, and like Anne Hathaway is awesome as she's hated. Um, Coldplay apparently she... are now hated, and I don't get why Coldplay are hated. There's a new Nickelback. I'm just thinking of things that are hated. Right? I'm like, why, when did this become a thing? Yeah, well, it, well, it's the same thing. Any new Star Wars movie is going to be hated. Any new movie that's going to affect our perception of our childhood will be hated. Like. I'm going to be honest with you. When the new Jurassic Park or Jurassic World trailer came out that not that long ago, I'm I'm sitting there going, "There's no magic to this. I I don't like it." 
like there's something about it. I don't like it. And like um, when the, so I, you you don't like Lord of the Rings. I love the Lord of the Rings. The movies were fantastic. There was magic to it for me. But then they did the Hobbit series. I'm like, they're okay, but you could tell everything was filmed behind a blue screen. There was no magic to it. It was just it was the prequels. It's like some prequels. Like, don't get me wrong. I actually do like the prequels of Star Wars, but it was just uh, yeah. I'm like, a it was the same. It, defender. And it was the the same sort of thing though. Like you've gone from this shot in real life, shot in 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 places that are real to definitely this is in front of a green screen, and it it. And it, it just took the magic away a little bit for me. I'm not one for that. Like, I get why people do that. I do. But at the same time, technology changes. It's To me, it's no different to music. You think about growing up with the songs and, like, I know you've sort of never been sort of a, a big popular music person. You've, you've got your music you listen to. Fair enough. But like, I remember, like, okay, examples late 90s, early 2000s music, and, like, everybody thought, this is terrible, this is not as good as, it, you know, what, blah, blah, blah. Now that's, like, so nostalgic, and everyone's like, oh, they don't make it like they used to. So, like, when we're listening to all this stuff today, which people complain, oh, it's shit, it's all this sort of stuff, in 20 years' time, like, Justin Bieber and people like this will be like, oh, my God, those were the good days. Like, it just, it, it, nothing at the time is considered decent. And, I mean, there are a few exceptions. Obviously, you look at, like, how TV's changed now and the golden age of TV and things like that. Um, mm. and stuff like that. But, like, take a look at comedies, movie comedies. Like, they're always a certain style now, aren't they? You never get, like, a... Like, I watched Corky Romano the other night, and I fucking love that movie. Fuck, it's a dumb <laughs> it movie. Old? It is a yeah. dumb movie, but it's hilarious. And, like, you don't get movies like that anymore because comedies have to be, like, quirky or, like, they've got that type of sort of... um. Uh, Judd Apatow comedy, where it's, you know, like, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, I appreciate that type of humour, but at the same time, like, again, sitcoms, when do we have sitcoms anymore? Like, Big Bang Theory is kind of the only exception now. All comedies are kind of your modern family style, Malcolm in the Middle one, with no laugh tracks, and they're just kind of that style of comedy. Sitcoms are so rare now. Um, yeah, well, the thing is, though, if you look at the comedy that we had growing up, half of it wouldn't be acceptable on today's TV. Because oh, it'd be yeah, racist, I, I, it'd be sexist or homophobic. I, I love, like, there's a YouTube channel, Watch Mojo, they do top tens. And, like, I'll just watch them randomly. I'm like, oh, I've got 10 minutes to kill, whatever. So I stumbled across one the other day, and it was top 10 things that uh, were on Friends that would not be acceptable today. And I legitimately watched two of them. Like, this is so, like, such a stretch of a video. They just were trying to make an agenda out of shit, which was just bullshit. It was so bad. I'm like, this yeah. is, like... Like, fair enough if you've got a show where, like, they're legitimately being racist, sexist, homophobic. Like, okay, fair enough. Do a list. And, yeah, of course they couldn't get away with it today. But, like, this one wasn't even a thing. Like, they were like, I can't even remember what they were. I was like, what? No. Like, you could get away with that today. <laughs> you know, it, well, that's just, like, in live action stuff, you know, like, that's why, for me, I love my, my cartoons, like South Park, Futurama, Rick and Morty, and all that. Like, they, they just push the boundaries. And before we got on, before I was watching a, a TV shots on um netflix called f is for family and they mm. in the episode that i was watching they went to um semi starving boys restaurant which is a racist sign of this little black slave kid wanting a hamburger and not getting it and like they're reeling off what they had and they had uh, one of the items on there were the ku klux clams <laughs> and it's like this is something it was this season was released last year and and it's it just seems to me that 
fetching cartoons can get away with so much stuff. Like, you look at South Park pump out. You see what Family Guy pump out. It's just they pump out some of the most racist, derogatory things, yet they get away with it because it's a cartoon. Yeah. Then if you if, – say, if you have, say, Sheldon going, well, I don't know, but gay people are bad. Like, scientifically they're bad because they can't reproduce. And it's like, no. He, we, like, oh, he wouldn't say – he wouldn't – he'd get away with it because the actor is actually gay. Yeah. But um, – you know what I mean? Like if if a lo- if someone actually said it, then it, they'd be fine. Hashtag twenty eighteen. Um, I will say there is one thing I am excited for TV though. Yes. Very excited. New Underbelly series coming out. Oh, is there? Yeah, based on Chopper Reed film. Oh, predominantly actually, no, Tasmania. no, no, no. I do. I did read that. And who's playing? Don't tell me. Somebody famous is playing Chopper, aren't they? Yeah, that guy. Yes. Eric and Mozart, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Hashtag bring back Eric Banner. Um, oh, man. Oh, he was. So, he needs to be in more movies. Why isn't he in enough movies? Yeah, he's kind he's of, actually good. He's kind of gone away a bit, hasn't he? Like, he's, he's, he's gone the Aaron way Jeffrey, of... Aaron uh, Jeffrey. Aaron Jeffrey, who I, has appeared on this show. Aaron Jeffrey. You, you know who needs to do more movies, too? There's, there's two actors who I want to see come back to movies. Now, Brendan Fraser. Oh, don't get me started on how much I love that man. And I would have his man babies, and Rick Moranis. He he retired. He retired for like a very honourable reason. Mm. But his kids are grown up now. He can get back into acting. Okay, we do this a lot on the Oz Network. We have several of these fanboy actors and actresses who we just kind of want to sell and have special months for. But we sold the shit out of Brendan Fraser because we both love Brendan Fraser. And I think you might disagree with me on this one because I'm pretty sure you don't like this actor, but you might correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, hashtag bring back Toby Maguire. No, I actually like Toby Maguire. You do? Okay, sorry. There was somebody. I, I know my dad he... hates Toby Maguire, but there was another yeah. person who I talked to who don't like. But fuck you, everyone who doesn't like Toby Maguire. Sorry if my dad's listening to this. He, he, but like, to, to I, me, he, he, is, he is Peter Parker. Yeah. He is Peter Parker. I agree. And you know what's funny? The two other actors who have played Peter Parker are, bro- are both from the UK. Yeah, that's true. And, I, didn't, I actually got, never realised that um, Adam Garfield was British <laughs> until recently. I was watching, I think it was on Conan or Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel or one of those talk shows. One of the Jimmys. And he's just like, so yeah, I was on, I was on the TV set for the show I was on, and like, yeah, I was that like, was, I have this cool accent. That was when Christian Bale won the Oscar. I had no idea he was Welsh, so we got up on the screen. And it's like, oh, Lord, I'm the only Welsh person winning an Oscar. And then like, um, today, like, I know Gary Oldman's British, but I always forget like how kind of Cockney Gary Oldman is. So when he won the Golden Globe, day, he's like, oh, bloody hell, this is great win the Golden Globe, isn't it? Well, it, it? But that's the thing, though. He's one of those people who. You look at which is your true voice because mm-hmm. he has this thing where he can he can do anything. Like when he was in Lost in Space, no, not not Lost in Space is not one that I want to re- reference. When he was in Air Force One, Gary Oldman oh should my, just be everyone. Gary oh. Oldman is the male. Like everyone talks about how Meryl Streep can be anyone. Let's be honest, Meryl Streep can be anyone. Meryl Streep's amazing. She's Meryl Streep, but like Gary Oldman is the he, male he, Meryl he, Streep. Just, 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 I'm not a fan of Meryl Streep. Oh, come on. Can't... Meryl Streep's amazing. Nah, she's, she's had her moments. Oh, but she's just, she just is always like, like, it's like, I actually really I think Glenn see... Close is better. No, like, I, I am a huge Glenn Close fan and she has been robbed that she's never won an Oscar. Uh, same with Kevin Bacon, but that's a different story. Uh, but <laughs> don't get me started on Kevin Bacon. We'll be here all night. Um, yep. but 
Um, I really want to go see what is it, the post with Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep in it, because Tom Hanks, I mean, everyone loves Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is t- amazing. Meryl Streep is amazing. It's, it's also got Sarah Paulson in it. I love Sarah Paulson. Um, if you watch like, if you watch Ryan Murphy shows, you'll know who she is. If you look up, I reckon you know who she is. Um, yeah. but yeah, I don't know where we're going with this. We've been recording for a while. Uh, what else has been happening with you, Josh? <laughs> um... Not much. <laughs> Not much worth talking about in public areas, but um, let's see. What, 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 I, I, there's actually hasn't been a whole lot. I'm, I'm planning a, a road trip up to Camper for Australia Day. Um, well, that, you're not coming to the that, Gold Coast as well? But that's Australia Day. Well, this is March. You're going to be down there in March, right? <laughs> okay. Actually, I technically live um, in February, but. Yeah, well, whatever. We'll work, make it work. Um we're building a wall in our room. You can I don't know if you can see it. Look, look. Yeah. You, you see the the thing there? We're we're converting half of the bedroom into a studio space for me. So um which is cool. Um I I I got a Millennium Falcon the other day. You drove it to work? No, I'll show you. I got it. Hold on. He's, hold on. He's already showed me off his lightsaber and his pants and his <laughs> tie fighter and now he's a Millennium look, Falcon. Ah, oh, well, look, I see your Millennium Falcon, Falcon, and uh, I raise you a Pog. <laughs> the best thing about the Last Jedi, the Pog. The, the Pogs are cool. I need to get a Pog toy. I fucking loved the Pogs. All right, and like I, you know, I'm a, a tabletop board gamer, Ben. Are you in March? Yeah, oh, you know that. You've known that for years. In in March, they're releasing the first ever a, a Star Wars miniatures tabletop war game. That's not spaceships. It's like stormtroopers and rebel soldiers and Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. Well, Luke Skywalker's makes... a pussy now, so that's not really going to do anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking like Empire Strikes Back likes Luke Nah, Star they've War. ruined the legacy. Hashtag bring back Jar Jar. Um, <laughs> we um, will talk yeah. to you. Oh, you, you want to say something else? I've also got Kylo Ren's lightsaber. <laughs> and like, can I just say, like, as much as I'm shitting on Last Jedi and the pre the sequel trilogy in general, um, Kylo Ren's probably in my top five favorite characters. Adam Driver, big fan. Have you seen Logan Lucky yet? I haven't. Um, oh, planning to, it. but it hasn't opened at the cinema where I'm at yet. So Logan I'm, Lucky's I'm... out in DVD, my friend. It's been out for six months. Is it? Yes. Seriously. Yes. What? Even I... like okay. I, I I listened to Ben. How backwards Shapiro. are you in Big Valley? Not <laughs> Star Wars the day before everyone else. So I was happy with that. What? Attack but anyway. The clones? Shut up. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I listened to a, a, a podcaster by the name Ben Shapiro, and he um, he does a segment in his podcast where he goes, uh, uh, things that I hate and things that I hate, uh, things that I like. And he was like, uh, he likes heist movies. He said, I just watched at the movies uh, Logan Lucky, and he was saying how he one of the things he really liked about it was about Adam Driver, who when he gets into a role, he's one of those who just gets into a role, and he is the role. And it's he's like same in Star Wars when he's Kylo Ren, he's Kylo Ren. You can't mar the two people that he is, he he plays. Mm-hmm. And like when I first saw Adam Driver, it was in TV show Girls, which I hate by the way. Leonard Dunham can go jump off a bridge. Yeah, I and she's she's part of the whole hashtag Me Too thing that doesn't need to be around. And 
but he like he's really different in that. And then he did this. Uh, he was like a supporting actor in a movie about a girl who decided to go across Australia with a bunch of camels. Um, I can't remember the name of the movie, but he was in it for not a lot of the movie. But he was a he was an American photographer who was taking photos of um, Aboriginal ceremonies where they shouldn't be taken. But he was again he was there. And then I watched. Um, uh, another movie which I actually really enjoyed. It's called uh, "Here Is Where I Leave You," and that's about uh, a family whose father dies, and everyone in the family has these really weird sort of bad things happen. And it's if you haven't seen it, Ben, you'd thoroughly enjoy it. I reckon you'd really enjoy it. It's got some great actors in it, and um, Bridget Fonda's in it actually, I believe. Okay. Uh, and. Oh, the guy who who's in Modern Family is the dad. Like he's like the main dad. Um, oh, Evan. Uh, no, is it? No, 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 no. Um, oh, yeah, no. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I, yeah, I hate yeah, Modern he, Family, but I like that guy. No, no, no. He, no, sorry. He reminds me of him. It's another. He's uh, what the hell? What else has he been in? Um, Ty, Bar- was... Ty Burrell. You're not talking about Ty Burrell, are you? Or? It could be. It could be Ty Burrell. Oh, far out. I, I don't know the actor's name off the top of my head. He, okay. Um, do, oh, far out. I've gone blank. Like, have you seen the movie Paul? Uh, that's the alien one. No, I have not seen that one. Okay, okay. Um, oh, far out. I've gone blank on this actor's name, but he, he's like the main person. Um, yeah, like there's actors in it that you go, oh, yeah, I know that person. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they make... Tina Fey's in the movie. Oh, I love she's, Tina Fey. She's, I, seriously, would marry her in a heartbeat. I would. Oh, she's, Yeah. <laughs> I'm so weirdly attracted to her. Like she's not your conventional attractiveness, but yeah, I I I quite like this, Tina Fey. And- That's like me and Julia Zemiro. I love that woman. Like, like, oh. but seriously, Tina Fey is a legitimate funny person. She yeah. is a very rare. Like, this is gonna sound sexist, but she's one of those f- female comedians who doesn't rely on her looks to be funny. She doesn't rely on being gross or crass to be Hashtag funny. She's Rebel just funny. Wilson. Oh my goodness! <laughs> okay, get ready for the storm because Pitch Perfect Three is out, and apparently Woo! it's better than number two. Apparently, look, I did a poo today, and that was better than Pitch Perfect Two. So I don't really uh, uh, think that's, that's that hard. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> well, my wife is going to go see this movie uh, on Wednesday night, and I'm like, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> I don't care. You go see that movie. I will back up and say, though, because I want to leave you, Logan Lucky to me was the best film of 2017. Um, the fact that it's basically uh, James Bond, Kylo Ren, and I guess Magic Mike. I mean, I've never seen Ryan... What, no, not Ryan. He reminds me of Ryan Gosling. What's his name? Channing Tatum. Thumb on a body. I I actually <laughs> don't mind Channing Tatum as an actor. He was in, Kingsman, in, in Kingsman 2. That was awesome. That's another great movie. I love the Kingsman series. The franchise is awesome. I only got... ever saw the first 15 minutes of that when it was on TV. I really enjoyed it. And then I didn't realize Mark Hamill was randomly in the first 15 minutes of the first one. Um, but, yeah. Um, but it's got everyone you want. It's got Fetch and... Um, Colin Firth. Yeah, Colin Firth. It's got Sam L. It's got... Oh, come on, play Exit. That's not that hard. Sam L. Jackson's in every movie. Like... It's, it's it's rarer to say, oh, Samuel Jackson's not in it. Oh, what? <laughs> it's funny. There was a, a YouTube video that I saw the other day, and it had um, every time uh, Samuel Jackson says mother effer in every movie, and it went for 21 minutes. <laughs> 
Well, that's it like, was- um, oh, I love the random ones, like just Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger quotes. And then you just, I love the Nicolas Cage is crazy video where it's just, you know, an hour of just Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage. And like, can we just talk about how amazing Nicolas Cage is? Um, yes. J- Josh, we have talked for ages, uh, which is a good thing. We've literally talked for over an hour, which makes this episode nice and meaty. Um, but that, I don't know how that sounded, but, uh, we will I talk. she said. That's, we will talk again very soon, my friend. Thank you for joining us and happy 2018. Thank you. Time to close it out for another week here on The Brink and we'll be back next week for episode 60, if you don't mind, 15th of January. That's when we'll be back. In the meantime, remember to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, we're on YouTube as well, and make sure you get all the channels out there ready and raring to go to make sure you stay up to date with everything related to The Brink. And we appreciate you tuning in wherever you are listening to Around the World. Send us a shout-out, send us a good day, and we would love to hear from you, no matter which part of the planet Earth you reside in. Until next week, though, thank you for tuning in to The Brink. My name is Ben Kibb, sucking those oranges, Hobart, and a good night. <laughs>